ever wanted to break out of your cubicle and into a business where you can call the shots? You Break Guy Fix is looking for passionate self-starters interested in a franchise opportunity in the booming electronics repair industry. At You Break Guy Fix, we help reconnect people to the devices that they rely on so that they can get back to what matters most. This is a big responsibility. And from the moment you join our family, our franchisees are provided with the resources and support to bring affordable and convenient electronics repair to your community. Did we mention that with amazing partners like Samsung and Google, you Break iFix franchisees also have access to the highest quality parts and personalized training out there, as well as specialized tools. It's true. And it's also easy to visit youbreakifix.com forward slash franchising and learn more about your big break at your very own You Break iFix. This is an X Squad Affiliate Podcast. X Squad The number one chief rocket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. My man, Jelly Young. Microwave! Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. My name is Nathan Ivey. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Pick the Marvel Show. The boy DJ Keep Up. BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. Radio Podcast. 
It's gonna be called the barbershop. This is the barbershop. Welcome to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast and BarbershopSportsTalkPodcast.com. We back. Another Tuesday. Uh, quick information. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow us at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at BarbershopSPOR2. Make sure if you're a Facebook person that you like the Facebook page, Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Um, you make sure you're subscribing on YouTube. Uh, check out the videos as we put out weekly content from the uh, prior shows on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, like the videos, leave comments. Um, make sure you turn, uh, stay tuned to the website. <laughs> of course, you will be texting me right now. Um, <laughs> hey, man. Never, I can't <laughs> never. It's like, it's like. It's never a dull moment. Just man. never a dull moment. Um, but. <laughs> <laughs> We do uh we do uh blogs on the website so make sure y'all stay uh y'all you know catch a wind of that. I think we owe a couple of blogs for certain. So uh we we will uh, act accordingly within the week. Um if you want to call in, the number is 2405322718. Call in, talk about whatever we want you want to talk about. You want to argue about some of the content we are talking about cuz we got to, you know, we always find something oh, to yeah. uh where somebody disagrees. So yeah. if you uh, want to get into that, we'll get into it. We'll argue with you for a couple of minutes, man. We'll we'll put out, we'll make our show go longer than it needs to go sometimes to to argue with some of you people. Oh, absolutely. Just to prove we're so, right and you're wrong. Well, well, here's <laughs> the thing. Cases. Well, it's not even about being right or wrong. It's it's really about who had who has the platform. And unfortunately, a lot of times, um, maybe wrongly so, but good thing we only talk about sports here. Uh, we have the agenda, so when we disagree with y'all, we just hang up on you. Oh yeah, or get you out of there, or dismiss you real calmly. And because we control the platform, hey, yeah. good thing it's only sports. Control that hang up button. <laughs> Word good up. thing it's only sports. Word up. Word up. Uh, what's good though, man? Uh, you know, we had a great weekend. Yeah, man. I was a little tired, man. A little tired, man. Uh, I definitely um did a lot of driving this weekend. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I definitely did south. a lot of driving this weekend between going out to Sharif. Out, shout out to the homie Sharif. Yeah, shout out to you, man. And riding out three hours deep into Virginia for uh, this, um, what do you call it, a safari park mm-hmm. where you drive through the uh, you drive through the park with a feeding bowl. You open the window and animals come to your car. And, um, and uh, I'm going to just mute that. That's, uh... And when they come to your car... And you feed them in your car. Mm-hmm. So, needless to say, that rental got a lot of animal feed and stuff oh, in the snap. floors of the car. <laughs> what uh, did uh, 
whoever you rented the vehicle from, did they have anything to say about that? Or? Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. Well, my ass. you drop it off, they don't say nothing. Just keep it moving. Just keep it moving. Yeah, no doubt. That's it. No doubt. That's it. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, you know, my my weekend was good, man. And again, shout out to the homie Sharif, man. Uh, great job by you. It's been a minute. We gotta definitely link up, you know, sooner rather than later for certain. Um, you know, quiet around the house, watching, you know, sports, watching the basketball games. Playoffs is lit right now. Um, whole bunch of things in sports is really lit at the moment. Uh, let me say what's up to the folks in the chat room here. So we got the homie Angry Black Man. What's happening? From Posting in the Paint Podcast. Make sure y'all check his show out on Spricker.com. Uh, we got the homie Rough Buff repping what the up, man? as well. Uh, we got Professor X, a.k.a. Kesey. What up, man? Kicking it with Kesey show right there. And we got the homie H-Rap-B from the End of the Bench Podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Room. Yes, sir. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, folks, make sure... Um, if you want to come into the live chat room, just go to barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com and click on the live episode feed, click on that bubble, and it'll take you to the chat room. You probably got to sign in and do some things, but it's like one, two, three. You'll be right in the chat room in no time. So, you know, chop it up with your boys. Um, also, if you want to call in, we got a phone line. Uh, the number is 240 uh, if you want to call in and, you know, talk about something, argue with us, tell us we're wrong about... Or just tell us we're the shit. You can do that as well. Tell, yeah, tell us, you know, we're wrong about something or whatever. I, I've never I've never been one to stray away from uh, being praised when I'm doing a good job. So if you just want to tell us we're doing a good job, man, we appreciate that too. That reminds me. So, linked up with Jungle Brother in one of the chat rooms in the show earlier mm-hmm. today. And I asked him, I said, hey, man, I was I was looking for you last week. What happened? Mm-hmm. His response to me was, man, I just kind of left it alone, man. I just, you know, I just didn't want the stress or whatnot. So mm-hmm. I was like, uh, smart man. <laughs> ain't, nothing that, ain't nothing worth Damn. being stressed over, man. Nothing worth That's being stressed true. over, man. Yeah, man, especially not no, I mean, I guess not no, no converse, you know. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. You know what he was going to do when he got on, so... What was he going to do? He was going to rumble and rant like he always does whenever he calls a show or... Oh, I thought you... Whenever I mean, he calls someone else's show. Oh, I mean, he got a right to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah, he got a right to do yeah. it. I'm just saying I know well, what he's going to do. Well, I, yeah. Um, and, and, and if that's and if that seems stressful to him, then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, don't... Yeah, don't... I, I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be stressed rant, rumbling and ranting on yeah. a sports show. It's not good You shouldn't be stressed. Not, you shouldn't be... You shouldn't be stressed about something so trivial. Yeah, it's yeah, not, it's not yeah, good for your health. Yeah, so we don't want to stress you out, bro. Yeah, for real. Shouts right. out to Jungle Brother. Shouts out to Jungle Brother. So let me get this round of applause going here. Because y'all tried to kick it. We thought he was done. We thought it was over for him. He crashing, crashing his whip. He, he on voicemail sounding nasty. Saying his name on voicemails. <laughs> they tried to kill your boy. A myriad of injuries. A myriad of injuries. And he can't, he, he been losing. He been losing, man. And he been and let's be clear. He been losing since he since he came back. He definitely been losing. He been taking some L's. 
Even that looking like the old Tiger that we know, or that we knew in the 90s. But he came back, and he won the Masters. Yeah. Tiger Woods, y'all. Yeah. Tiger, Tiger Woods. And all that matters, at least in regards to the tournament, was that he was in position. Regardless of the other guys, because some guys did kind of tail off mm-hmm. toward the end there. I mean, Tiger was just right there in a position to take advantage of it. Yeah, man. Look, I don't care how he won it. And let's be clear, I didn't watch it. Like, I didn't watch most of the NBA playoffs over the weekend. Because she was weekend. on the road. Um, but, um, hey, man, a W is a W every single time. No doubt. Every single time. I was watching the Celtics-Pacers game, and I'm trying to remember when exactly I flipped over the channel because I saw some stuff on social media saying, hey, Tiger's in it, Tiger's in it. Oh, Tiger won. And so I flipped to the channel, and sure enough, Tiger's pumping his fist and, you know, Did everybody's Did it look like clapping. the old 90s fist pump? Uh, was it? I, well, I'm not going to pretend like I know what the 90s fist pump was. You know, like, you know, you, you know when he hit it, the... It, it was that joint? It nah, didn't... nah, he didn't hit that joint. He didn't hit that joint. But, but, the crowd cheered for him. They chanted Tiger. Um, it was, I mean, it, it was one of those moments, man. And, yeah. and I, and I got to tell you, you know, so we've had within the past week of sports, we had a team in the NCAA tournament redeem themselves from falling last year. And now you have a man who was redeeming himself after the incident with a girl, with his wife, mm-hmm. um, not winning majors. For injuries. What? Well, injuries. Inju- sure, the injuries yeah. played itself apart, but not winning majors for about, what, a 10-year stretch? Yeah. It seemed like. It's been a brick. And now, the guy is, you know, sitting on cloud nine right now because yeah. he's won his first major in a long, long time. And now there's this conversation about whether he can possibly win more. Next question. That was my next question. Um, Do you think that um, Tiger Woods is going to beat Jack Nicholas' record? I, for one, say yes. Now he needs to win how many more? I three? Think three. Three more? <sighs> Man, that's, that's, that's tough. How old is he? That's tough. 43. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to beat that record. For, 43. He's going to beat that record. Now why, now, why do you think he's going to beat the record? Um... I think Tiger Woods at 43 is still more athletic than the majority of those people on that golf course. Okay. I think he's... And we ain't got to speak about his skill. We know what he do skill-wise. The skill is there. Yeah. I don't question the skill. Um, I, I think just, he hit... I think he hit a rock. I think he hit a... Uh, let's, be, let's be clear. He can play He can play for another 10 years. I agree with that. Never... Maybe 15 years. Sure. Sure. Um, if he's played this long throughout the injuries... He could play. There's no debate in that. For me, I don't know if he's going to break the record. And and here's why. Um, just let me see you do it again. And not, you know, five years from now. Let me let me see you do it when, when they, they got the next tournament, uh, Pebble Beach or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to see you do it, if not within this calendar year. Sometime next year. But you realize if if you realize you recognize that he can play ten to fifteen years. If he just wins one major every year, in the next three years, he beats he beats the record. And 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 that's a big if. 
and and that's a really big if. I mean, the dude just came off of a drought, and I and I get the injuries played a big part of it. He's still gonna get older. He's not gonna get younger. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I don't. Do, the, do those injuries come back at some point? I don't think the injuries are ever gonna leave. I think he's learned how to play with them. He's old. Sure, sure. I don't. But, you know what I'm saying? I, like, but but, you'll, but but he's gonna have to learn as he gets older because I think the injuries. In terms of the type of injuries, might change because of the fact that he's getting older. So that'll also be an adjustment for him. I would have to just say I don't think he'll beat the record. I do think at some point he does get another one. Um, I don't know if it's going to be this year. So he'd be two away. If he gets another one, he'll be two away. Um, I, I I just have to see it to believe it. I mean. It's just for me. It's just one of those things where you get one, you get the monkey off your back after all these years. Uh, I'm not. I don't know ju- if there I'm was a monkey. On train I don't know if there was a monkey on his back to win this one. I think. I think maybe not to win this one, but to win another major. Period. I think was the monkey. You don't think that monkey was long gone? Like everybody had kind of been on the boat, or most people. Have been on the boat that he's just going to be a good golfer, but he's never going to be that guy again. And let's be clear, he's never going to be that guy again. But I don't think people... Let's be clear, it's been almost 10 years. Well, I think he snuck one in one amidst one of those injuries, right? If I'm not mistaken. I believe he did, yeah. Yeah. So, it's not like... But it's not like he was out here doing the damn thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, I don't know that people were still on that train that... uh on that, you know, break, you know, break Nicholas's record train anymore. I don't know if the people were still on that train. I think for the people that were, it was because he's so close to it, and he's so great that he was I think so people great. still right. And that, yeah, he Meaning was playing so wise, playing wise, yeah, yeah. He's a legend. That he's this close, and that people still kind of held on to it. Like, hey, maybe someday, maybe one of these years, maybe he'll get it. That's maybe that's what I'm thinking. Um, so you say no. I, I say no. I say yeah. I say he breaks it. I say he breaks it within the next five uh, five years. Within the next five years. Yep. Wow. That, I mean that that's saying something. I think he breaks it within the next that's five years. And, I, and I'd be happy for him. I'd be happy for you. I mean let's let let's let's be clear. This is this is one of the best sports stories this year thus far. Is uh is Tiger was a Trump supporter? Uh, to my recollection, he is. I didn't know that. I don't know, like, I haven't seen them, like, conversate and stuff, but well, I've heard people say that. I've heard people say it. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the, the, the B-side of the story. Yeah. Um, that somebody would call him, like, a MAGA hat-wearing dude that won the, uh, that won the, uh, Masters. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I did see that Donald Trump tweeted congratulating him. Yep. Um, I did not know that he was a Trump supporter. Yep. If so, he is. Um, I forgot what the name of that award thing that Trump said he was going to give him or something. I yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, I, I forgot I, I the forget, name of that. Yeah. But yeah, Trump announced that and invited him to the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I say about that, though. If, if you're going to invite Tiger Woods um, and look at, you know, Tiger Woods is great and all that. And I mean this by no disrespect. But if you're going to give those Clemson kids... Happy Meals and Whopper Juniors and fast food. I, I better see Tiger Woods going down on some, you know, chicken McNuggets or something. Because 
It's just no way that just because y'all was under a furlough situation and the, the government that, was shut down at the time. Let's be clear, Trey. That, I, mean, I ain't even going to hold you. Let's be you clear. Know, Tiger Woods ain't going ain't going to the White House for no chicken nuggets and McDonald's and pizza. And, and and I wouldn't blame him. Yes. No. 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 What I'm saying is, is that you saying you better see it for the sake of um, just for the sake of continuity. Yeah. No. <laughs> when is our when is our president being been uh, exercise of continuity? No. This is a fact. Yeah. No. He won't. He likes Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods is going to eat good. It's wishful thinking. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. It, it's wishful. Well, keep on wishing, my brother. Keep on wishing. Yeah. Keep on wishing. Yeah. No disrespect to Tiger Woods. Certainly. And, and, yeah, and certainly. I mean that. Uh, want to say what's up to RC in the chat room. What up, what up? Uh, see Chief Rock of Jersey Vern. What's happening? Uh, also, uh, we got a new member up here in the chat room, uh, Johnny Jones, uh, tuning in from the That Ain't Law podcast. Uh, what's going on, Johnny? Welcome to the show. Appreciate you. Um, let me see who else jumped up in here. I think that was it. Uh, so Chief Rocker says you don't know. Oh, I don't know. You don't know. Well, Chief Rocker don't know. Right. So <laughs> what you think, Chief? While we out here congratulating folks, mm-hmm. we out here. Let me get my congratulations, my crowd cheering, my flex bones, and Seahawks knew it. The Seahawks had to get it done. They got it done. Russell Wilson was on was on IG late last night. Yep. Uh, with Sierra by his side. Yep. In bed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Telling the Seahawks that he agree. Yes, sir. They smiling. Everything is good in the Wilson household. Yes, sir. Uh, as he signs his extension, four years, hundred and forty million dollars, six uh, sixty five. Um, $65 million signing bonus. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly. I didn't see the guaranteed money. I did not see the guaranteed money. Guaranteed money, money was 65 65 with the signing bonus. Huh? $65, 65 million with the signing bonus? bonus, yes. I said the same thing at lunch today. Hmm. And somebody okay. showed me that it was the, the signing bonus was 65 okay. million. Okay. Okay. Because I saw numbers I didn't necessarily yeah, see. Yeah, $65 exactly million was the signing was. bonus and not the guaranteed money. Okay. So we don't know the guarantee, or I don't know what the guarantee money is. I didn't catch what the what the um, what the guarantee money was, but because the, they they corrected me real quick. Hmm. Crazy. So a couple couple things. Um, the Seahawks had to do this. Um, there, there was no way that they were going to let Russell Wilson go anywhere else. They weren't going to tag him. Um, they weren't. Going to even entertain a trade to the Giants. I mean, we've talked about this uh, a month and a half ago in regards to Russell Wilson possibly going elsewhere. Um, they they had to make this happen. Uh, Rough Buff says ninety six million dollars is the guaranteed money. Oh, so mm. so ninety six million plus a sixty. So ninety six million guaranteed of the one forty. Yeah. Then another sixty five in signing bonus. Yeah. Get your money, black man. Yeah, no doubt. Get the get bag. Get your money, black man. Get the get the bag, man. Um, Highest paid player in the NFL right now. Uh, yes, yes. Um, let alone highest paid quarterback. Yeah. In the NFL. Um, yeah. Um, when you look at Russell Wilson's production over the years, uh, one Super Bowl title probably should have had a second one. Um. How they the, how he's running for his life. <laughs> uh, how, how you look at 
the consistency, the durability yeah. hasn't missed the game. Um, the touchdown interception ratio mm-hmm. is like second highest in NFL history. Yeah, it's like eight to one, something crazy. Yeah, um, you, you can't let that guy go. Now, what does this mean going forward for the franchise and mm-hmm. Russell Wilson? There's probably going to be you better fix that offensive line. Some there's probably going to be some eight and eight, nine and seven seasons. You think so? Well, if we're looking at the history, um, and you know, we, we we talked about it, you know, last week where you pay the quarterback, it lessens the chances of you putting pieces mm-hmm. elsewhere mm-hmm. around the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why GMs at this stage of the game, you're just going to have to be so I mean, close to perfect when it comes to drafting guys. And, you know, making sure that these guys can start right away. That's really what it's coming down to. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, he needs an offensive line. GM got a draft. They, he's got to build it through the draft. Well, here's why I think this situation is just a tad bit different from that conversation we had then. And when we had that conversation, we were speaking about um, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Uh, the, the minor difference, or not even a minor, the difference in that situation and this situation is is that the Packers had a bad defense when they gave him the contract. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a running game when they had this when they gave him this contract. Mm-hmm. Um you had Devontae Adams, um, and that was really what you had mm-hmm. as far as somebody that was gonna push the envelope and help out right. um help out uh Aaron Rodgers. Right. In the Russell Wilson situation though, top rushing team last year. No doubt. Decent defense, this decent defense. Let, let, let's not act like and the, the Legion of Boom is gone. Mm-hmm. But this defense ain't no bad defense. This ain't no slouch defense. It's not bad. Um, it's not it, bad. It's, and there's nobody that's requiring a whole bunch of money right now. And the next, all those guys are young. The Griffin brothers are young. Uh, maybe Frank Clark, but I think Frank Clark has got a contract last year, uh, extension mm-hmm. or something last year. Right. Um, running backs, all of them are young. Um, Doug Baldwin might ask for some money, but but how much can he really ask for? He'll, he he'll he'll go somewhere else. He can't ask. Well, I think he'll stay because he can't ask for. He he know he can't ask for top money. At least I would think he can't ask for you know receive you know top receiver market money. He can't, but you or know he shouldn't. That, but you know there's a franchise out there that's going to be like we need a receiver, and if we got to overpay to get your ass, okay, that's, we, that's we, going to do it. But even with that, mm-hmm. even if he does go, um, uh, I forget that, that Lockett is there, solid guy. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't got um, it's another receiver I'm missing. They get my point is is that it's not like he's ever had a number one to throw to. No, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? No, so I, I get it. They'll be fine with how they run their offense. They'll be just fine. Um, I think they'll have a. Uh, I think they'll be a decent team. I think they'll be better than than. Um, I think they'll be a playoff team consistently. Um, and yeah. let's be clear: this past year they made the playoffs. No question. No, no, no question about it. Um, and and I'm and I'm just more so referring to. Just kind of moving forward in the next four or five years, you know, we'll, we'll see how, you know, things transpire because, and, you know, there's situations out there and previous situations where the quarterback gets the money and all of a sudden the team doesn't make the playoffs. I mean, we could say that about the Giants in previous years. 
We've said that about the Chargers in previous years. We've said that about the Ravens in previous years, and even the Falcons and the Saints. When you talk in, about in co- paying the quarterback, when you when, yeah, when you're talking about yeah. paying the quarterback, and then other pieces that played a role in the team either took money elsewhere, um, the team couldn't re-sign that person, or they just you know the GM just hasn't been able to put yeah, together I, good drafts. I don't, I don't in think the past. I don't think that this and obviously this is but. I think we're confident in saying that the Seahawks draft well. I think that's a safe thing to say. I think they I think they draft okay. I think they draft okay. Like the guys that are there now, Bobby Wagner was drafted by them. Yeah. Right. Um the running backs, Carson drafted by them. Mm-hmm. Um I they know, drafted a guy this year as well. Right. Lockett was. Mm-hmm. Um Russell Wilson, of course. Um and a, and a few other guys, uh, the Griffins, yeah, the Griffins. So um, Earl yeah. Thomas was drafted by Seattle, yeah, but he's mm-hmm. not there no more. I'm, not, I'm just saying, right, right. The, uh, but you're the talking caliber of seasons. people, caliber of players they've drafted in this regime. They they know what they're doing. Certain, no, certain um, for, for certain. They they have they don't have an expensive team for certain, and they're in a, and they're a playoff team. Yeah, right now. And right then, now. and then, and then, when you look at the uh, when you look at the NFC, mm-hmm. um, who's the who's the major players in the NFC? Rams. You don't really believe them. Well, you don't believe them when it comes to what the Seahawks can beat them if it means going to the Super Bowl. If it means going to the Super Bowl, now you're talking something different. I don't I don't know if the Seahawks are a Super Bowl contender. Who's a Super Bowl contender in in the NFC to you that you think the Seahawks don't have a shot at beating? I think, well, I, I think in that conference anybody can beat anybody. That's my point. No, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I, the problem is, is that the NFC is so deep that you know anybody can you know rise to the top and just you know come out of nowhere. It's not like if they were in the AFC, I'd be like, okay. This is they are closer to a Super Bowl contending team than they would be if they were in the NFC. Why? Because the AFC is not deep as the NFC. Okay. In terms of in terms of Super Bowl contending teams, I'm looking at it more like I'm looking at it more like anybody can beat anybody in the NFC. Right, and that's why they have a better shot of going to the Super Bowl in, a- in the AFC. You're not confident they're beating the Chiefs. You're not confident they're beating the Patriots. But. It's, sure it's possible. three, four less teams that you have to worry about in the NFC versus if you're in the AFC. If those are the only but the, two teams but the difference is, you got to worry about. But the difference is, the difference is every other team you're talking about in the NFC. Uh huh. You look at those teams and say, "I can beat them." Sure, and I think those teams would say the same thing about the Seahawks. Right, but that's that's okay. Uh huh. In the AFC, it's been the Patriots. Yeah. And, and 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 that's my point is because you're saying all you gotta do is beat one team. If you yeah, if you gotta go through one team, your chances are more likely to get to the Super Bowl. If you gotta uh-huh. go through a crop of teams that I mean, look, we go to the NFC East. Cowboys right now think they could go to the Super Bowl. One hundred percent. Eagles, healthy Carson Wentz. I I think they think they could go to mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Um, I don't trust the Redskins, the Giants, and. Eh. Um, in the North, um, the Bears with the season they had, and I know no. some people, you know, no. are going to say they got to back it up. 
Yeah. That's nah. fine. That's fine. But, but they think they can. They think they can. I think the Vikings think they can. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Green Bay, and I mean, it's it's crazy to say this, but they might not think it. But if you got Aaron Rodgers, you got to have that mindset. If you got one of the best quarterbacks in the game, you you, you gotta, you know, be able to think that. I'm willing. I'm willing to propose that the Seattle Seahawks go not to the championship, but at least to the divisional next year. Divisional round. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't see that being a impossible feat for the Seahawks. I, I mean, You know what? That might be the ceiling for them. I can see them going to the. I, 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 I go there. I can see them going to the conference championship. To the conference championship. I can see them going to the conference championship. Wow. Wow. I, I don't know yet. I can see them going to the conference championship with I, this team. I don't. I don't know. Within the next two years, three years. Within the next two, three years. Again, they they just. They, I think if they hit on some drafts, and you know, find some dominant roughs, then yes. They can. They could definitely do that, but I, I just gotta. I just gotta see it to believe it. And based on other teams signing their quarterbacks to big money and the lack of playoff success that follows that, I, I gotta think that this is gonna be the same thing with the Seahawks. Mm. Now, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Obviously, you know. What I'm, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. But I mean, we, we we've seen history tell us that you pay the quarterback. Chances are your team's gonna suffer through some eight and eight, seven and nine, nine and seven seasons, you know, moving after that. And and even in some cases, like the Giants case, they've they've had five and eleven, mm. six and ten, you know, three and thirteen seasons. Yeah, I just think you know they, I just think I, I I feel you on the history wise, but I think those are definitely different circumstances because they got they have young good like not just you know, a lot of times they say, Oh, well they got a young good nucleus Yep. Seattle really does have a good young team that young has team. been in the playoffs. No question. Because they team. play good young football. Yeah, no um, question. Uh, Pete Carroll should definitely uh, tip his... And he's a good pat coach. Himself, pat himself on the back. Their front office should definitely pat themselves I'll on the him, back. I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, 100%. Um, man, all the, chi- all the Giants, the, all the Chief Rockers of the world who... Um, you know, may have had a glimmer of hope that the Seattle didn't get this deal done, mm-hmm. and um, you know he possibly go and play New York, man. Because man, that would have been that would have been fire, super scary. That would have that would have been fire. That would have been super. Then scary. the Giants would have been that yeah. contender. Yeah, that you know would have been super scary. That would have that would have been crazy. One hundred percent. But they would have had to jump through some holes to get something done. That would have been super scary, though. No question. And, and and I didn't even talk about the teams in the NFC South. I mean, mm-hmm. you still got Drew Brees there. The Saints is you know powerful team right there. Um, I think the Falcons, when healthy, could be a, a potential threat. But see, here's the thing, man, and and I don't believe only team in the NFC mm-hmm. that I would be concerned with. Just thinking about it right now, yep. are the Cowboys and the Saints. Okay. Okay. And 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 those teams haven't even exhibited that they could be consistent and, mm-hmm. and having a winning coach on it. And that's winning. based off of success. From last yeah, year, yeah. combined with not making, I guess, cuts or losing yeah. guys or anything like that. Um, I, I guess with the Falcons in particular, it's more of if these guys could just stay healthy. This, I mean, this could be a dangerous football team. Nah, I ain't worried about them. 
you know. I'm not worried about the Falcons. The Falcons defense. Because who did they lose since they went to the Super Bowl? Who did they really lose? Nobody. Nobody that comes to mind. Yeah. I mean, mean, John Abraham retired. Was he even on that Super Bowl team? Well, I thought he was. John Abraham. Yeah, I thought he was. Was he really? Yeah, late. Late. Like in his. That was the last team he retired in. And um, he retired there. I thought. Wait. Wait a minute. I mean, I could be wrong, but I felt like he retired there. Wait, no, it's possible he could have retired there. I, I thought he retired much, much earlier than that. Me, I might be wrong, but I, uh, fifty-five. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. John Abraham. Okay, yeah. So who? Was I, I didn't know he went to the Cardinals, though. So who am I thinking about? That's fifty-five for the for the uh, Falcons. Then I think you're thinking about uh, Brooking. Keith Brooking? No, no, like no? on the, like a more recent. Yeah, he was on player. the Super Bowl team. Um, number fifty-five for the Falcons. I, I don't. Know. I don't know, but don't okay. Know. Well, all that to say is, uh, I don't believe in the Falcons, and that defense is 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 meh at best. Yeah, they. I mean, they are at best. They're meh, they're meh at best. Uh, Corey is it? Corey Bearman, Bruce yeah. Carter. Yeah. Is it Beasley? No. I Angry Black Beasley. Man saying Vic Beasley. Maybe number, number 55? Maybe he's saying maybe that's who I'm thinking about, but his number is not 55. Oh, okay. Because Bruce Carter, Carter I don't know who that's. 55. Yeah, I don't know who the hell that is. So yeah. I, yeah. So I don't so I don't know who I'm talking about, but mm-hmm. but um there's one Vic Beasley is one guy that on there that's good. That's that must that might have been who I'm thinking about. Gotcha, but, gotcha. But um all that to say is I don't believe in that team. The team's garbage. Not damn, garbage, damn. but... <laughs> damn. <laughs> you know I've been on it. They ain't garbage, but, like, they're not... I don't believe the Falcons have what it takes roster <laughs> roster as constructed. Right. If everybody's healthy, I don't think they got what it takes to go to the Super Bowl. Damn, you want DeMar DeRozan mode with the Falcons Man. right now. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I'm only and I'm only talking about chances to the Super Bowl when I say garbage. Sure, I don't. Sure. I don't believe they sure. go to the Super Bowl. I'm just. I, I think their chances are garbage. Let I, me say that I, uh, their chances are garbage. Uh, okay, I, I, I'm. I'm just looking at it from the standpoint they didn't. They hadn't lost anybody significant since they went to the Super Bowl a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think if they just stay healthy and nobody significant gets hurt, well, I tell you what, they did right. lose. That offensive coordinator. Uh, oh, Shanahan. That, that's a big deal. Yeah. No, no, no question about it. And they and um, Sarkeesian's no longer there. He only did, uh, did what, that one, two years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that that makes a big difference. So that's that's a question mark for them. So what was your well before we talk about that? Uh, so the Rashad Mendenhall saga. Yeah. It uh, since the. Um, I hope you got the tweets because I didn't think to pull it up before the before the show. Um, you know, it's funny because I was hoping I had the tweets also, and I don't believe that I do. I well, think I just had the one, the yeah, one where he, called, the one where he says, "All right, I'll end the mystery." B's racist, and Antonio Brown's black. He had to catch balls from a racist quarterback. Every honest player knows it. It's not a big deal. He was just supposed to take his lickings and move on like a slave for real. That was the main tweet. That was but the there tweet were that other called, I want to find. I want to find the rest of the uh, tweets because um, I think that tweet was taken out of context. And um, 
You know, so mm-hmm. I, I want to make sure that uh, we give it. It's, because your belief is, is you don't believe he called them racist. I, I don't believe he called him racist in the tweet. I don't right. believe that's what he was going. I don't know that he thinks he's racist. I think he was. Um, okay, so let me read some of the. Uh, and I don't know if this is every single tweet, but let me. It seems like he starts with. Um, I know he seems out of pocket right now, but I seriously feel for AB as a black. And I'm just reading through the tweets. Right. Uh, as a black athlete in this country, you can literally lay your body out and give your entire being for a higher cause, the greater good of a team. And when you face the firing squad for something not entirely your own doing, mm-hmm. depending on your position and skin tone, the team may very well leave your ass out to dry. Think about what it would take to render A.B. A, a, the greatest competitor of our generation and capable of showing up to play in his last game. To boil that down to A.B. being a diva, a s- selfish quitter, couldn't possibly explain the man who for nearly a decade provided professional excellence to the city of Pittsburgh. By no stretch am I saying A.B. It's been without guilt this all season. I just hope to see more compassion and examination for a guy who gave everything he had until he couldn't bring himself to do it for even one more game. Uh, somebody, somebody says, somebody replies to a tweet, yeah, or or asks. Well, let me read the tweet that they're replying to. All right, I'll end the mystery. Uh, well, okay. So he's so, so Russ Reed is retweeting this guy's Question. reply. Coming from a guy who quit on the team versus San Diego, why don't you tell us what would make a guy quit? Rashad Mendenhall says, All right, I'll end the mystery. B's racist and AB's black. He had to catch balls from a racist quarterback. Every honest player knows it. It's not a big deal. He was supposed to take his lickings and move on like a slave for real. Clearly, and this is the tweet after that tweet, Mm -hmm. clearly it's no fun when everyone's the accused. Please allow the dialogue in sports to be equal. Why why is it so easy to shoot at one player but not the other? B's not racist, just like AB's Ah, not a dirtbag. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's the one I did not see. Okay. Yeah. So, essentially, he was saying everybody's to blame for this situation. Okay. Everybody played a part in this situation. Which I think if, you know, people are smart and, you know, really follow the Steelers situation, everybody was sort of on the same page with that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I guess my question is, um, did somebody ask him in regards to Antonio Brown's situation and Ben's situation? Because I was trying to find some place where whether he kind of inserted himself in the conversation, I mean, I forgot Rashad Mendenhall even existed. Well, Rashad Mendenhall is enjoying his millions of dollars that he earned in the NFL. Yep. Which I believe is at least 20, mm-hmm. 20 mil. Gotta make that 20 work. And you'd kind of be crazy to not let make that 20 mil work. Yeah. Just take some damn, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, that should, that should hold you over for a long while. Right. And right. obviously at 26-year-old, Rashad Mendenhall ain't just sitting around not doing nothing, I would hope. So, um, 
with that being said, because he's about thirty years old at this point, I would say. Yeah, he's so up there, I, I would I would hope that at thirty years old he ain't just right sitting around. Did he play for somebody else? Uh, Arizona after Pittsburgh. Man, Arizona loved them. Some ex Steelers. They loved them. They loved them. Some ex is what they love. Some retreads. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I don't know what exactly you um brought him into the conversation. I I, I didn't read that and didn't see. Anything covering that, mm-hmm. but what I'll say is, is to the people who, because um, Ramon Foster kind of put himself out there and was like, "Look, if you're an ex stealer, if you got something to say, then you know, meet somebody face to face and talk about it." Yeah, and but <laughs> yeah, we gotta stop acting like this ain't the way of the world. <laughs> Twitter, social media is here for a reason, y'all. <laughs> It's here. <laughs> it's here so for the we people can get with Twitter fingers. Well, and not Twitter well, fingers. Well, no, I don't even want to. And that's that's the narrative I'm here to kind of destroy. People talk shit on the internet. Stop acting like. Sure, sure stop acting like 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 literally everybody. Now I'm not saying that those some of those people aren't willing to have those face to face conversations. Mm-hmm. But we got to stop acting like people ain't allowed to say what they want to say on Twitter. Express their thoughts on Twitter, especially if it's a genuine thought. Now, if you're saying let's get rid of trolls who don't really mean what they say, mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying, all right, that's cool. But you should be allowed. That's your personal social media. You should be allowed to say what you want to say. But you should be. But if there's a criticism, you should be. You should be willing to back up. Or stand behind what you say on Twitter. If you won't stand behind it, then you probably shouldn't write it. And I'm with that. And I'm also with the fact that Ramon Foster went out there and said, hey, look, you want to talk? Let's, you know, let's talk face to face. But why he got I'm cool with that sure. too. But, but, but it seems to me that Ramon Foster angle with that is, is that Rashad Mendenhall don't want to talk face to face. Like, like he just saying that because mm-hmm. ain't nobody there to check him. Like, don't, don't paint Rashad Mendenhall out to be no pussy. Oh, you think he painted him out to be that way? I don't know. That's uh-huh. how I interpreted it. Oh, okay. So I could be wrong. I don't, I'm not going to say that's exactly what it is, but I will say is that everybody has said something reckless on social media before. Yep. Yep. And I and, think and, and people have social media beef. They go back. And people and have forth. social media. It's, people say people. Social media is the is almost the avenue for people to say reckless things or express ideas that you know. what I'm saying yeah. to kind of get a gauge of is this a thought that I should be having or not having. And um, don't I, I'm saying I'm saying don't try to stop people. From having their thoughts, right? But unless, let me say, unless those people who have them thoughts ain't willing to stand behind them thoughts or the reasoning for those thoughts. Okay, so because that's important. If you're just talking and you don't, and you don't stand behind what you're writing, mm-hmm. even if your even if your defense is, "Hey, I'm just trying some stuff out. I'm just thinking some things out." Right. Let's have a conversation about whether I'm right or wrong. Mm-hmm. But all the all the tough talking and and all that, like don't don't try to bully me out of my social media. I say what I want to say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> now and, and, I'll and pay the sad, for that. And 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 the, and the sad part about that is is that cats that are still old school and have this old school mentality, they still gonna bully cats out of their social media thoughts. Well, it's just it's just the. I mean, like you say. Social media is the way of the world now. 
You still got old school cats with old school mentality. They going to call these guys out. They going to check these guys on Twitter, on Facebook, whatever, and going to say, hey, Let's let's talk about this. Let's mm-hmm. let's do this. Mm-hmm. They 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 got a right to do that as well. They and, do they and have a right to do that. And, and and that's sort of also in their world the the way of the world as well mm-hmm. because that's not yeah. what they were brought up in. Right. That's true. That's so, true. That's you true. know, it, it works on both sides. I mean, social media is what it is for. You know, like you said, white house getting contract extensions. Um. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Let me say what up to Big Kev three hundred three. What's going on? It says, good evening, barbershop. Out working in the yard. Forgot it was Tuesday. Uh, maybe black man says, what are they going to do at running back with Freeman's injury history? And now Coleman's gone. Uh, oh, I forgot about that. Mm. I, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe, I mean, I mean maybe, if, <laughs> let's be clear. If Freeman was there, I still did. Because, uh, look, Freeman, maybe was you're right. <laughs> Freeman was healthy two years ago when they played the Rams. Uh, you know, in the playoffs, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He was healthy that game, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I mean, I know that's only one game, but yeah, no, no question, yeah. no question about it. Um, but we we got some transactions to run through real quick. Before sure, we get to the break here. Um, Hold on, did you you want to have the wide receiver conversation? The numbers, the what you said, White House getting contract extension. And I didn't know what you meant by the conversation, and I figured we was already in air football. Oh, okay. So well, we could push the break a little. What should what should yeah, we actually early for a break, so we could we could push the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I mean, we still got some stuff beside okay. that. Well, you don't want to do, get rid of football because the rest of that stuff is basketball stuff, right? And that's yeah. why I went to the football stuff okay. first. Um, so Sterling Shepard got a contract extension, okay, uh, four years. Um, I don't remember the money. I, I should pull that up, but I know we got a four year extension, mm-hmm. and uh, Adam Thielen. Got his money four Deserve years. It. That was like $64, 65000000 million. Deserve it. Um, yeah, for certain. For certain. For certain. Uh, I, I got the sense that folks were perplexed about the Sterling Shepard extension. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, I mean, who else, is you gonna get who else were you going to get? So this makes sense for Giants. Well, could they have... Um... And let's be clear, um, shouts out to him for getting his extension, and he's, I guess, officially their number one right now, so... Right. Um, why and, and Golden Tate is there, so I don't know how they feel, they view him mm. as... I mean, I, I think Golden Tate's a number two. I think Stutter Shepard's a number best. two, so... Right. So, so I guess Golden Tate would ideally be their number one. Oh, it's Stutter Shepard? Um, I, I think at this point it would be Sterling Shepard. Okay. Now, if they go draft, um, what's his name, um, DJ Metcalf mm-hmm. in a draft, then maybe that all changes. And, yeah. you know, they say what he is supposed to be. Um, four years, $41 million for Sterling Shepard. Okay. So, okay, so roughly a little over $10 million Yeah, second, year. number two money. So, yep. Number two money. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was smart on their part to get that locked yeah, up. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, I think so, And too. Adam Thielen, like we said, Good move for the Vikings. A guy produces that much for you in a couple of years. You, you got to show him the money. So. Yeah. Uh, Angry Black Man says the four-year contract extension is worth $41 million with a $10 million signing bonus. In addition to receiving $10 million upon the signing of dotted line, the 25-year-old receiver also received 21.6 in guaranteed so a money. A little bit over so, half the contract, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a little under. Uh, oh, no, it's a little over. It's a little over. 
Black Global. man, get that money. Yes, sir. Get that bag, get that bag. Get your money, black man. Uh, moving on to the NBA, uh, some transactions. I guess we'll start with the Lakers situation. Uh, Luke Walton is out mm-hmm. as head coach, and there's some rumors out there that Ty Lue might be coming to town. Uh, Mark I'm, Jackson, Jason Kidd's name is being thrown out there. And uh, uh, Monty. Um, Monty Williams, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, Monty Williams. Yeah. Um, I, I I understand that it's between him and Tyloo. That's what I understand. Between Monty and Tyloo. That's yeah. what I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if they just bring Tyloo in. I wouldn't, mean, wouldn't surprise me. Um, I wouldn't be remotely surprised. And it's funny because we talked about this midseason. Yep. We even talked about it in the beginning of the year, I feel like. like this, they, I could totally see them bringing in Tyloo mm-hmm. and trying to rekindle. They might as well, I mean, shit, if you're going to bring in Ty Lue, why not just bring in Kyrie again? Bring in Kyrie next Well, you year. know, that's what people, you know, talking about. Like, come on, They y'all. already got a meme out there yeah, with LeBron like, and Kyrie yeah, in the Lakers like, uniform. Come on, come on, man. This is, this is all setting come up on, man. for a Kyrie-LeBron L.A. Cavaliers. Come on, man. This is this is all Bring J.R. Smith back, too, while you're bullshitting. Like, what, what are we doing? And talk Channing Fry out of yeah, retirement. Yeah, like, what are we doing? Yeah, do that, too. What are we doing? Do that, too. What are Get we Big doing? Z up in come there. Come on, come on, man. <laughs> Get Big Z Tristan to Thompson can probably, They could probably pull Tristan Thompson. It's possible. Come on, man. In the old Cleveland squad. Yeah, like, come on, man. Trade like, all, yeah, tra- trade Kuzma, they Ingram, and trade them all to Cleveland. And for, for Tristan Thompson. Come on. Y'all got y'all to gotta stop. Get, get rid of Lance Stevenson. Trade that, him over there, too. That's the NBA, though, in the East. Oh, uh, Kuzma and... Uh, Kuzma, Ingram. <laughs> like Kuzma, those, Ingram uh, with uh, Sexton there. That be uh, that might be Kevin all right. Kevin Love's still there. That might be all right. Yeah, yeah, number seven, number eight seed-ish yeah, type of a team. That might be all right. Uh, Angry Black Man says they interviewed Monty Williams today in Philly. Mm. I'm wondering why they're in Philly, number one. Number two, I want to say this about Monty Williams. I thought he got a raw deal with yeah, the Pelicans, yeah, Pelicans yeah. after they made that playoff I think we all did, yep. And if he got the job with the Lakers, I'd be extremely happy for that guy. And then it's a matter of does LeBron respect, respect Monty Williams? I mean, um, or is he just going to be? Well, you know, it, I don't even know that it's about that anymore because let's be clear, mm-hmm. it's LeBron's team. Sure, sure. Um, I, I don't think it'll be an issue. Um, as a matter of fact, I heard somebody talking last week that when they were in the Olympics, I think Monty Williams was on one of those USA team staffs. Mm-hmm. And there seemed to be uh, a mutual respect, um, you know, for, for for one another. I mean, that's what they're saying. I I mean, I haven't heard anything bad. Sure. I haven't sure. heard anything bad. But why would you? Why would you? Why uh, they people kill me with it? Why would you hear something bad <laughs> unless they really had a problem? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, why I'm wouldn't sure. LeBron speak highly of anybody they talk about if they don't have a problem? You know what I'm saying? So they on the Olympic team. And uh, and him and Monty Williams, you know, just have a a, right, right. a professional relationship. Right. When media ask him about Monty Williams, of course he's going to say the 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 vanilla answers. Oh, he's a great basketball mind, and those types of things. Well, to your point, if this is LeBron's team, and Monty Williams was just interviewed in Philly earlier today, like Andrew Blackman was just saying, it sounds to me like. There's no issue brewing. Yeah, he, like he doesn't have a problem with Monty Williams. I'm, right, I'm, but, that's just, all, but that's I'm all. But that's all that means. That. Okay, right. That's all that means. But I don't like when people make that like like Monty Williams because of a previous 
experience someplace that else. Yeah, we don't really know what really happened. We just know that nothing sure. bad happened. Sure. I would go with Ty, Ty Lue being the number one candidate. That's what I would do, in my opinion. Yep. Knowing the, or, or thinking I know what I think I know about LeBron, yep. I could totally see him being like, hey, we we got this relationship. Right. We've done this. Come on back. Let's do it would again. Would not surprise Wouldn't me. Wouldn't surprise me at all. If Ty Lue got it. I would love to see Monty Williams. One hundred percent. I would love to see him get it over Tyloo. Yep. But I wouldn't be surprised if Tyloo got it. No in doubt. fact, I, I'm in fact I'm confident that Tyloo is gonna get it. How confident are you? I'd say eighty five percent. Eighty five, all right. I I'd go eighty five. I go eighty. Uh Angry Black Man says Anthony Davis's people did not like Monty Williams in New Orleans. I got that from someone close to A D when we talked about the Lakers situation on Saturday. Um, and I guess AD's people was before Rich Paul and those guys, mm-hmm. it sounds like. Uh, Miss Mocha Bella, welcome What's to happening? the chat What's room. Happening? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, just a few more things here in regard to the NBA. Larry Drew is out as Cavs head coach. Yep. That's another guy that just seems to get, like, the shaft everywhere he goes, man. You remember mm-hmm. when he was in Milwaukee? Milwaukee. And Jason Kidd forced himself out of Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. Forced himself to the Bucks and got Larry Drew fired. Like yeah. it, it just seemed like this guy just everywhere he goes. Kind of hard when you you know you know. I mean, and Larry Drew was doing well in Milwaukee, if I remember correctly. Um, um, I guess that one year when Brandon mm-hmm. Jennings was Brandon there, Jennings, yeah, 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 and when he was with the Hawks for mm-hmm. about three, two, three years, mm-hmm. he he did really well with them. Good man. coach, certainly a good coach. Yeah, um, just. Yeah, man. I I don't know. I mean, but not a big name. No, no, not, not a definitely, big name. definitely not a big. Maybe name. because of history. Maybe maybe because of him just being a constant name in the league. He's been in NBA coaching at some right. capacity for a long time. Yep. Um, Jason Kidd was Jason Kidd was a sexier name. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that type of thing. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, David Griffin is the new general manager of the Pelicans, and we've talked about. How bad the Pelicans front office has mm-hmm. been for so many years. Um, maybe David Griffin changes all that, but I'm not putting no money Dave, on it. Yeah, I'm not putting no money on because it. Because if we're, I mean, if we're talking David Griffin as GM, we're really talking about the four years LeBron was back in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And LeBron, for all intents and purposes, ran the roster. Yep. So... I have no idea how David Griffin is going to be without and it's on LeBron his, James. But I will say this. Even though it was LeBron's team, uh-huh. it's on his books that he bought in Dwayne Wade, Shannon Fry, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, yeah, like it's on his books. It's though. on his books. It's on his resume no for doubt. certain. For no, certain. No doubt. So we'll, we'll, I, I'm interested to see how he handles the Anthony Davis situation. Mm. That That's going to be an interesting thing there. If he could get... Some players. I mean, it's free agency this you know this coming off season. I don't know that he's he's going to retain Anthony Davis. Um, what if what if he makes a splash and gets one of the big free agents to come to New Orleans? Like um, what? Like like what if he what if he gets Kemba Walker to come to New Orleans? Kemba Walker ain't enough for, in my mind for, for Anthony uh, Davis to want to stay. No, really, no. So Kemba Walker, Drew Holiday. Um, Anthony Davis, you you don't think that's a team that... I don't think that's enough for the Anthony Davis to be like, hmm, I want to stay. Okay. I I don't know. Maybe Kyrie it's wish- Irving, maybe. May- maybe it's wishful thinking. Kyrie Irving, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, and that's, not, that's no slight to Kimber Walker. No, I understand. Yeah. I understand. I, I'm, I'm just looking at the history of the Pelicans and... 
the bad decisions, the bad contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe getting Kemba or a Kyrie is a step up from what they've done in the past. If you're telling me Kyrie, because now, cause, and, and again, there's no slight to Kemba Walker because he's a great player. Yep. Um, you bring in Kyrie, you're talking about something different. Mm-hmm, you, you're talking about something different. For certain. You're talking about a dude um, who, who could take over a game. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying Kimba can't. I'm talking, I'm saying Kyrie can. Uh, yep. um, you're talking about a dude. You're talking about a legitimate yeah. star. Kimba not scared to take that shot. Kimba's not a star yet. And that's more what I'm getting at. Sure, Kimba, he's not a know, star, yeah, but yeah. he's not He's not a scared. superstar. Right. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. yeah, he ain't no punk. I like Kimba Walker. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, as far as... You gotta. You're gonna have to do a lot to make Anthony Davis feel like I. I need. I want to because he wants that. to be gone. Let's be clear. He, sure, we don't sure, want to be there. Sure. So I you could, have to do a lot for him to feel like. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. I, I could see Kemba Walker not being enough, but just from the standpoint that the moves in the past were so terrible that maybe that particular move to get Kemba Walker is an upgrade. Over everything they've done, you know, previously with that front office. I feel you. I don't think one move of a Kimball Walker is that mm-hmm. move that that shifts the the paradigm shift. You you might, you might be yeah. right. You might be um, right. Yeah. So the Kings fired Dave Yeager. I hope I'm saying his last name right. Yeager. Uh, Yeager. Yep. Um, Former at, Memphis coach. Yep. After a nine nine. Seed, ninth seed in the West. They're like the ninth seed. Yeah, thirty six wins. I, I think mm. that team had. Um, certainly, certainly an got upgrade. a nucleus and, and got a nucleus. I would think with Marvin Bagley and uh, uh, Aaron um, Fox, Darren Fox, and uh, Harrison Barnes was straight. Buddy there. Hill, Buddy, Buddy Hill, Hill. Is, who, is who I was getting to. So like three young cats that, um, three young cats that can play ball. Yeah. Um, I'm confused by the move. Um, if he asks me, yeah. I, I I thought he got screwed in the situation. Um, when you when you're the Sacramento Kings and you've been bad as for as long as you've been bad, and finally you've got a nucleus of young talent, and you've actually upgraded in total wins for this year. I think the most since 2005, 2006, something like that. If you fire a guy that got you to that point. And there's room for improvement next year. I, I got a question of Lottie Divock and, and the move he made because um, right now that front office in Sacramento um, gets no benefit of the doubt. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. None. One hundred percent. So to continue with the Canes conversation, Luke Walton is now the new head, the head coach. coach yeah. Um, there's obviously that's a good move. Some backlash, but I think I think that's a good move. It's yeah. a good, yeah. I, I think it's a good move. I mean, yeah. people say he's not qualified to be a head coach, and I think the word "qualified" is the incorrect yeah. word to describe that because he's qualified. I mean, I think just he's played the game. I think him running the Lakers with LeBron there is problematic. Yeah, I, I think that's what the yeah. issue is. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not that he's not qualified yeah. to be a head coach. He, I mean, he just hasn't been successful in terms of winning games and and all that stuff. Maybe X's and O's is not on point yet. Mm. But I mean, Jason Kidd came right off the floor, you know, retirement and got a job. I mean, nobody says Jason Kidd's you know not qualified. So why are we saying? Luke Walton well, isn't qualified. Well, I think the reason why they're saying that is um, 
Jason Kidd came in and started winning. That 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 is a fact. Yeah, I mean that that changes the narrative when you just come that, in that and start and, and start winning one. Sure. And uh, I mean, but I mean, you would want, but if you're talking about a coach, you would want Luke Walton's path where he comes out and immediately gets an assistant job, mm-hmm. builds his way. Right. Yeah. You, right. You, that, that's yes, that's quali- the idea. That's qualification. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Head coaching position. But he came in and. Didn't do so well, so it's like sure. you know, so sure, sure. So, but I do think he just needed he. L. A. wasn't the place for him. I think this is a better situation. One hundred percent. This is a better situation. One hundred percent. I hope they get um, some quality front court play. Oh, for certain. Yeah. Uh, Willie Cauley Stein is there, but I don't think he's as good of a front court player as they'd like him to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he improved from the year before, but we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then one more thing before we hit the break here, uh, we got to congratulate and we definitely got to hit some horns and some bombs and some, you know, thunderclaps for this one. Teresa Witherspoon, one of the first spaces of the WNBA back in its inception in 1997. Number three all-time in assists, the great Teresa Witherspoon has been inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame, y'all. And not to take the focus off of her in particular, but I know there's like an inductees list out for the um, for the 2019 class. And no, I have it here. Just to you know, shout out some names here. Um, Al Adels, I don't know who that is. He's a contributor. Uh, Bill Fitch, the coach, Jack Sigma player, Carl Braun, um, Paul Westfall, who was a player and was a coach, right? He coached Magic Johnson, right? Back in the day. Uh, yeah, so he's inducted. Um, Vladi Divac <laughs> has been inducted into the Hall of Fame. But he should be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess for the international play, I guess. Is that is that his contribution to NBA? basketball, Vladi Divac, in terms of uh, the Sacramento Kings run? You don't think he should be there for that? Um, the Lakers run? He should be there for that? Uh, I don't. Well, he wasn't. He didn't win a title with them, right? He is was going before. Is uh, it about titles? Huh? Is it about titles? Uh, no, it, it's it's definitely more than it is, than about titles, but. I'm I'm just maybe maybe because we just talked about the Kings and how bad they are, um, ownership wise, front office wise. But he was one of the main things that's why they were good. Uh, the Kings, yeah. No, I, I get that. I, I I get that, and I also get that he was good with the Lakers while he was with them before he departed. Before they started winning titles, um, I, I was just surprised to see his name come up in that. And then of course the other names on here: Sidney Moncrief was a player in Tennessee. I guess this team, um, Tennessee A and I, and the Wayland Baptist Flying Queens was a, a particular team. I don't know much about those particular teams, but um, getting back to Teresa Weatherspoon, um, like I said, uh, third all time in assist, um, one of the great you know WNBA players early on in its inception. Um, New York Liberty, um, you know when that team came to town. Um, I went to quite a few Liberty games and watched her play in action as a teenager. Um, and she had that one shot, that one big shot in the playoffs. She'll be remembered for that. Um, so congrats to Teresa Weatherspoon. Um, much well-deserved. I don't think anybody should debate that. So 
Um, so let's uh, let's get a break in here. And uh, oh, let me read a couple of things here from Angry Black Man real quick. Um, the Kings had 39 wins. They were the most wins since 2005. Okay, thanks. I, I, I thought I thought that was the last time they were that good. Um, he also says, explain why it's a good move. Walton won 39% of his games. There had to be better coaches out there than Luke to leave a job and get a job 24 hours later. Well, angry black man, we know why Luke Walton got a job 24 hours later. Um, his father has a lot of connections in the NBA. And when you have connections like he does, and he's a Hall of Famer. Nepotism. Yeah, that, that, that's really what it's about, man. Uh, you want to call it white privilege? You can call it white privilege, but well, you that know, man's father's got connections. Well, you know, one day uh, LeBron is going to retire, yep, and his sons <coughs> are going to be are going to possibly be basketball players. Yes, and you would hope that some of that same nepotism in yep. him and Chris Paul's kids and Dwayne Wade's kids yep. that some of that nepotism is going to start to spill over into the uh, to the NBA, right? Where we're going to have ownerships and executive jobs and coaching jobs. Um, we, we hope that that's going to be the case with some of these uh, players, mm-hmm. especially now with these players who seem to have a little bit more consciousness to how their career should be ran. The Steph Curry's Certain. and, you know, like. Certain. And LeBron coming out and saying that he hopes to be on the same court as his son one day. Um I see that playing out. And if there's an opportunity for that to happen, you better believe that there will be some strings being pulled for that to take place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. I, I hope, you know, those guys can take advantage of those opportunities there. Um, well, explain why it's a good move. Um, because Luke Walton is young and he has time to really, you know, grow into the position now. If you want to say he should be an assistant, then I wouldn't argue against I, that. I think if, he, if he went back to being an assistant and maybe trying a head coaching gig after that, I wouldn't be upset at that. Well, there were so many good coaches. There had to be better coaches out there than Luke. And the one name that people are going to throw out there is Mark Jackson. But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just of the mindset that he's being blackballed out of the league. I'm, I'm of the mindset that he just wants the job that he wants, maybe. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I I just think it's a travesty that Mark Jackson got you know put away by Golden State the way he did. But um, who else is out there? I mean, that's what I was coaching. getting at, and I'm and I'm only asking because I don't know. I'm not asking to say. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying nobody, to think of, yeah. I'm trying to think of who's out. I mean, I mean, if nothing else, Dave Yeager should have kept his job. He got them to opinion. the most wins since 2005. In my opinion, yeah. Yeah, in if nothing opinion. else, I mean, damn. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Bernie Bickerstaff's son, I mean, do you consider him I to be... I don't know nothing about that dude. You know, he was the interim for the Grizzlies. Okay. I mean, that's how I know about him. But, yeah, I, I mean, angry black man, would you hire Bernie Bickerstaff's son as, a, as an option? I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Uh, he also says Westfall coached the Suns in the '93 NBA Finals. He he, he was the coach of the Suns. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, 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 I forgot, I forgot about, about that. that. Yeah, but yeah, he was. I, I forgot about that. Uh, Vladi got in for international play, not his NBA career. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I figured so. Uh, he also says I agree with you, Maestro. 
He doesn't have to start working until Christmas Day. No headaches in the TV for Mark Jackson. Yeah, yeah. that's a fact. Comfortable yeah. position to keep. So I appreciate that. All right, folks, uh, let's take a break here. We come back and uh, we'll talk about these NBA playoffs. You guys want to get into the show? The number is 240 532 2718. It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here on the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're live on the website at barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. We'll take a break here in a couple of minutes. We'll come back and get to these playoffs. What's good? It's Maestro Styles and Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure you rock with my homegirl, the Queen Girly Girl, Saturday at 9 a.m. and Sunday at 5 p.m. What's up, everybody? This is Ben from the BS3 Sports Show. And if you're looking for a different type of show, something (coughs) different that you haven't heard before, check out the BS3 Sports Show every Saturday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time on 2LiveStewsRadio.com. Great guests, great music. You never know who will be on the show. So check it out, 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, on 2LiveStewsRadio.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright. You know me as the sports governor. The ladies call me the big smooth one. But I'm coming to you live from Minneapolis, St. Paul, and we're bringing you sports done right every Tuesday night. Make sure you keep it tuned to Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, and now proud to be associated with 2 Live Stews Radio. I'm Vince Wright, the sports governor, and I approve this message. All right, y'all. Welcome back. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier yes, here in the house, y'all. Uh, live here on the website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Uh, if you're out there listening and you want to get in the chat room, just go to our website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. And click on the live show feed. You'll see a chat bubble inside that live feed. Just click on the chat bubble and uh, just, you know, get in the chat room and chop it up with us. Or you can call us if you want to talk about something, uh, in particularly these playoffs. Um, 240-532-2718 is the number to dial the show. So um, I I guess we could start with the Eastern Conference and... um, I, I, the, it, this, the series to me that's most intriguing is the Sixers-Nets series. And just to kind of recap um, game one um, on Saturday, the opener, uh, the Nets just kind of came out guns blazing. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much dominated that whole game, yeah. you know, from start to finish. Did what they needed to do. Did what they had to do, get the game on the road, and whatever happens in game two, you know, you know you're going home. Um, you know, tied up. So, um, game two, um, different game. I like the way the Nets fought back in the second quarter, mm-hmm. you know, closing that deficit to one point. And the third quarter, man, I mean, <laughs> it, it was a wrap after that. I yeah. mean, and B just started getting Took his over, man. Yeah, yeah he, he was getting his man. He was getting to the foul line. Um, Tobias Harris was knocking some shots down. He had a terrible game one. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Simmons, a much better game two than game one. And they just outscored them. Mm-hmm. It felt like 50 to they realized They realized they couldn't, be, they couldn't go to Brooklyn down 0-2. Oh, 
Oh, and, and the series at that point would be over. Yeah, they you realized know. they couldn't go down 0-2. No I question, think no I question think about it. Like, I think, think like everybody or most people predicted that the Sixers was going to win game two at home. Mm-hmm. So, um, I am of the belief that this is still a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, going back to game one... Um, Guys coming off the bench for the Nets. Spencer Dinwiddie drops eighteen points. That's because they play, they they played above they played above and beyond game one. That um, bench in terms of what like this is the best game they played all season. Or? I know, but no, I don't think anybody expected them to come out to play and balling like that in game one. In game one. Uh, okay, I, I I can see that that bench. Played I, I, I really, really well. But their bench is good. They, I get that. Yeah. They played really well, though. Yeah, yeah. Their bench is good. Um, Karis LeVert, 23 points. I mean, that guy can knock down threes. Um, I don't know who I didn't know who LeVert was until this game. Yeah, yeah. Karis LeVert, he can get to the hole. I mean, those guys are, are, are really good. What's his, what would you think his career high LeVert is? 23 points? His career high? What would you think his career high would be? Um, I would think his career high is probably 26, 27 points. Okay. I, I would think. Um, again, he's probably averaging 16 points. Off the bench? Off the bench. Okay. He's okay. probably averaging I've never heard this dude until this game. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I admit that I don't watch a whole bunch of Brooklyn basketball, but... Yeah, I've, I've heard of the guy, you know, from, you know, the, a few times the Knicks have played the Nets, you mm-hmm. know, over the years... And everything. Th- those guys are, you know, those guys are pretty good. Uh, Angry Black Man says actually, Dinwiddie and Levert have played like that all season. Okay, yeah, I've I'll take your, I take your word. I've for never, that. I've heard of Dinwiddie. I've never heard of Levert. Yeah, I, I take your word for that, mm-hmm. Angry Black Man. But I mean, just to get to my point, the bench for the Nets is so much better than the bench for the Seventy Sixers. Um, the Sixers are going to need Jimmy Butler to really like be the man. Mm-hmm. If they they want to get out of this series, um, to, for me it's it's going seven because the ability of the Nets to have a second unit come on the floor and keep them in the game and have their starters come back and you know finish off mm-hmm. the game that that's big that's big I, I I can see them doing that two more times in this series yeah okay so um you you got any thoughts um, on the Sixers? Not, um... I, I'm still rocking with the Sixers and Six. I I don't mm. believe. Um, <coughs> well, I don't believe the Sixers either. I just but the Sixers are the better team when it all comes down to sure. it, in my mind. Sure, that um, absolutely. Brooklyn definitely has a lot to you know a lot to play with in the next coming seasons. Oh, um, maybe they can attract somebody with the nucleus. Um, they have cap space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Keep in mind. Maybe something like that happens because they got a, like I said, they got a solid nucleus. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, their coach, Kenny Atkinson, is from the Popovich tree, mm-hmm. as well as the GM, Sean Marks. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of building this thing the right way. Right. I mean, if you remember when they basically gave up the whole barn for Pierce and Garnett, mm-hmm. and it kind of set them back a few years, these guys have come in and have finally put some structure together. And they've been able to assemble some talent and, you know, put together this team that, you know, that's we see in front of our eyes right now. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, kudos to the Nets for getting it done. Um, Thursday night is game three mm-hmm. for them. We'll, we'll see how that shapes up. 
Um, angry black man said, I had 76ers and six, but I don't buy them going forward in the next round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, to the other series, um, game two is tonight. It's going on right now, actually. Um, Toronto and Orlando. Mm-hmm. And I know you got a lot to say about this series. Well, um, no, I got a lot to say about Kyle Lowry in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, I, again, another game that I haven't, I didn't get to watch much, uh, basketball. Um, all I have to look at is <laughs> the fact that Instagram and Twitter went crazy with the fact that Kyle Lowry didn't score a basket. Not a damn point. In this entire game. And, um, I... Are I, we surprised? I, <laughs> no, no, I am surprised. Zero points? I, I'm not surprised. Look, um, and we talked about this briefly, uh... We talked about this briefly uh, last week about uh, where Kyle Lowry ranks, and I think we had him at the middle of the pack. Yep. Um, in the Eastern Conference. Oh, point guards. The point guards in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. And um, look, um, if he if if they leave this series and Kyle Lowry averages his you know eight ten eight to ten points. Whatever, so mm-hmm. whatever, it's his playoff average is something of that ilk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like we kind of got to take him down to the bottom of the pack, and I don't know who, and, I'm, and I don't know who you raising up, uh, raising above him at this point. Mm-hmm. But all I know is um, I've I've had it with Kyle Lowry. I, I don't, I've had it with him. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it. Yeah, he I, shouldn't be. He shouldn't be this bad. And and that's. Part of why I'm not surprised because I I knew that the potential for him to not score no points was, was there. The potential was there. I mean, and, and and I've talked about the Raptors as a team. They've gotten better all around. I think they have guys on their bench that. So do you bench him? Do you bench Kyle Lowry? Put in Van Vliet. Listen, I don't have a problem. With uh, a strategy like that, I mean, and obviously, I'm not saying just make the change mm-hmm. and and they win the games. If they win the games, you know what? Sure, fine. I would do it once, and regardless of if they lose or win that particular game, I would put them back in just to say, "Hey, listen, <laughs> you, you you're expendable. Like we can really like." I, I wouldn't do that if they win the games because um, I would I would well I don't know. You might be you might be on to something. Because I don't if the Raptors think they have if they have really in their mind have championship aspirations. Yep. Um, you would love for it to happen. You would love for him to find out if he's gonna be the guy that's gonna push you um to the championship. You would love to find that out now. Mm-hmm. Well, we know he ain't the guy. If if you're No, I'm I don't mean like being the star as far as Kawhi Leonard's role. Right. I'm talking about that secondary score. I'm talking about the guy. Um, you need your starting five to be playing top notch basketball. Oh, no question. And it's very clear that Kyle Lowry is not playing top notch basketball. No question. So about you it. need to find out if he's going to be the, the best point guard option on mm-hmm. your team. Right. You need to find that out now, in my opinion, if you got if you got these aspirations to make it to the championship. Right. So I think I might be with you in the sense that maybe you. I mean, maybe this game one should have been uh, the game where it's like, look, man, 
You might even take a seat. Yeah. Van Vliet, come on the court, let's, man. Let's just see what happens. And let's, if it don't work out with Van Vliet yeah. starting, you, can, you go back. Right. But you got to have that conversation. You know why this is happening, bro. You... You had you didn't score a point. Now I can't. I don't know how many shots he took. Right. But you didn't score a point. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. That. that that's I don't crazy. feel like. I don't feel like even the worst scorers in the league that are in the starting five. I feel like you should at least have five points. And yeah. I'm talking about when I say when I say five points, I'm talking about right. like forwards, power and, forwards, centers. Right. That don't and, have an and, offensive game. And, and that's game. bad for him because Kyle Lowry can't get to the basket. That that's what's the frustrating can thing about he? this. Can he? Is that he can he can get to the basket? He can penetrate. I I I just don't understand um, a point guard. I mean, whether you're mid tier, you're one of the top in the league. Zero points in a, in a playoff game in a in a game one in your building. Yeah. And I know the history of Raptors game ones. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. It's like two and fourteen. It's not great. Yeah. But you you got to put up some points if you're Kyle Lowry. In that situation, because not only that, but what if the guys on the bench? What if the OGs and I know OGs hurt. What if those guys, Siakam and um, and Van Vliet? What if those guys don't, you know, show up mm-hmm. to what they've done over the regular season? Then Kyle Lowry, you got to pick up that slack. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, get me to the Orlando side of things, though. DJ Augustine had the game of his life. Mm-hmm. Twenty five points. On what eight for thirteen shooting, um, four for five on three points. Like the dude just with the game winner. Yeah, yeah, hit the game winner. Well, and and, and then it's also important to uh, note mm-hmm. that uh, they the Raptors took it back down and shot an air ball. Yeah, we have to take note of that. That's too. important to take note. However, I will say the two possessions prior to that, Kawhi knocked down some jumpers. Mm-hmm. So he he kept a minute, but you can't throw that. You can't throw up an air ball with with you know three two seconds three, left. Yeah, you you can't throw an air yeah. ball like that. So. Yeah, rush shot. I would say it was a rush shot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, uh, just want to welcome somebody new to the chat room. We got James Water. What's happening to the chat room? Welcome to the show, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate the support. Uh, just a couple of things from him. Uh, Kyle Lowry never shows up in the postseason. Facts. He has the Nick Anderson syndrome come playoff time. Um, and he also says if they lose in the first round, Kawhi will be looking around. I think Kawhi might be looking around regardless of the results of the season ending out. Whether now, they go to the even, finals. If, you, if they win the championship, you think he'd still be looking around? I, I don't think you looking around. It's, it'll be it'll be difficult to make the decision to leave. I, I I'll give you that. But if he wants to go back, so you think home, he's gone? Period. I if he says he wants to play in California, then I you know I got to take his word for it. Now they win a title, it's going to be tough to make that decision. Yeah, it, it, it'll be tough to do that. One hundred percent. So Celtics and Pacers. Um, I watched that game Sunday afternoon, and the Pacers were giving it to them in the first half, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the third quarter comes, and just like Game Two with Net Sixers, um, the Pacers couldn't hit the water in the hole, man. Yeah. Like they they couldn't hit it. They couldn't finish at the rim inside the paint. They couldn't knock down threes. Mm-hmm. They they couldn't do nothing offensively. They scored eight points in the third quarter. And the Celtics just basically took off from that. Um, so game one went to Boston, and um, 
I again, this is a tough Pacer team. I I, I got this series going seven games. Nope, I I don't, man. What did you say? You said six. I, I think I, the Celtics and six. Six. Okay. Okay. And 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 to be honest, um, I I could I wouldn't be surprised if it was five. Yeah, um, angry black man said Pacers don't have enough offense to win the it's series. Just, it, it just is what it is. Yeah, and, yeah. And I think, and I think, um, and I, and I do, I do still think, but I do still believe that the Celtics, mm-hmm. as much as I don't like the Celtics, right? I don't think they've hit their stride yet. It's too much talent on that team. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's talent. I mean, and and we're we're basing it off of their conference championship. Appearances the last I'm just couple their, of years. I'm just looking at their team. Yeah, no, I I get it. I, I I get it. I'm not. I mean, I'm not all you know crazy about the Celtics myself. I don't think they're going to the finals this year. Um, um like like we talked about it uh, the other day, man. It's for me. I, I'm 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 going with the Bucks, but number two, I'm going with the Celtics. Your second choice would be would be the Celtics. The Celtics, yeah. Uh yeah yeah I'm I'm still sticking with Toronto to come out the East. My second would be Milwaukee. That that that'd be my second. Yeah. I I just I I don't know. I, the, it would be a well earned finals appearance for the Celtics to have to go through they Milwaukee and possibly Toronto. Who who you think is the most talented team on paper in the East? Talented team on paper, in the playoffs right in now. In the playoffs right now. On paper, on paper, on paper, Toronto. On paper, I mean, and and you could you could almost say that both the Celtics and the Raptors are identical in a sense that they have good starting fives. Um, they both have good benches. Yeah, I'm going with the Celtics, bro. I think the difference really is is that Toronto is so tall. Toronto got. Tall guys. Toronto that can, also has Kyle Lowry, and on the other side of that is Kyle sure, Irving. sure, sure. I I I understand that. <laughs> I totally get that. I, I just think the length that Toronto possesses, combined with the scoring from Kawhi, the defense, I I, I just think their roster is just slightly better than mm-hmm. the Celtics, all around. Yeah, I think yeah, I think the Celtics had a better team on paper. All around, and I, think I the and, and I would put Milwaukee as the third because mm-hmm. I think they, I think their three point shooting and their offense is so potent that you know it's just hard to keep up with them. And I would put Philly number four because mm-hmm. they they don't have a bench. Um, James Woodard says Oladipo will be missed. Uh, Hayward will have to win the Celtics a game. I agree with that mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, Angry Black Man says uh, Toronto has the ghost of playoffs pass. Uh, he also says the Celtics are still the team in the East, the preseason pick. Um, it, yeah, I, okay, okay, the Celtics, y'all, y'all, y'all buying the Celtics. I, I get it that they're, they're talented. I just, you know, for me on a personal level, I, I hate Boston sports as a New Yorker. So, so I got that biased? side of it. Um, yeah, I got this. Okay. This half a bias to that. Okay. Um, but also, when I look at the teams in the East, 
Toronto to me is slightly better, and they and they gotta go through Milwaukee. Possibly, I don't know, man. And then we talk about playoff experience, man. Kyrie, sure, sure. Al Horford, sure. Gordon that, Hayward. That, that's the one Jaylen thing that Brown. they have over everybody else. That's the one thing, maybe with the exception of just Kawhi and possibly the and some of the Raptors, but that's the one thing the Celtics have over everybody. Is like all their all their hitters. All their hitters got playoff experience. All their hitters on the Celtics got playoff experience. I mean, we're really talking. We're really talking Kyrie Horford to a, maybe a lesser extent. Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, um, Jalen Brown, all two years of, of playoffs. Is that, that's is, not experience. You, you think that's enough? Been in the playoffs for two years and experience consecutively. It's experience. I'm just saying, like when you're really talking, like experience. When you're really talking, what, like, these the guys didn't been, go to the, the conference championship one of those two years? Who's that? The Celtics didn't go to the conference championship one of those two years? Yeah, yeah. They went back-to-back the last two years. Yeah. I'm, but but I'm, I'm, I'm just separa- I'm separating those guys because Kyrie's been in playoff mode for, for like, three. the last four or five years. Okay. Al Horford, when he was with the Hawks, all mm-hmm. those playoff appearances, he's got mad playoff experience. And to, I mean, and you probably could put Gordon Hayward in the same in the level same. as Rozier and those guys because he yeah, had the one playoff in Utah. Two. Right. And then he, he came to Boston and hurt his leg. And so this is really his first experience with the Celtics in the playoffs. So. Yeah, nah. I, nah, two years counts. And it's not like two years, like a one round exit. They went in the conference championships. I, I think mm-hmm. that means, I think that counts for experience. Um,. All of this, all of their hitters got experience. Jason Tatum, even if you're going to count the one year. Sure. But sure. he was a main player in that one sure. year. Yeah. So then I guess we got to say Toronto's got experience then. If we're going to say those guys. Yeah, but it's, uh, but it's different for the Celtics is what I'm saying. Now, why is it different? Because they made it to the conference where they, finals where they in back-to-back went, back years? Where they went. Yeah, okay. how far they okay. went. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that that, that is a difference. And all of those players play very like Van Van Fleet was a factor. Yeah, I don't think he was as uh, as big as a factor as Jason Tatum was to the to that playoff run. Okay. Um. Not in fact, I don't think anybody on that bench had the uh, was as important as Jason Tatum was. Mm-hmm. To that uh, Celtics playoff run as them bench players was to that Toronto run. Right. And I, and really. Are we calling? I mean, I guess they get out the first round, but yeah, I mean, they've been in the, what? This is their sixth playoff appearance in a row in terms of the franchise. That's what I, I know. The, I know yeah. the players have kind of yeah. come. That's in what, and that's out, more so what but, I meant. James would have said it perfectly. Uh-huh. The Celtics played big minutes. Okay, that bench hasn't okay. per se played big minutes. Okay, okay. That I, that's what I was trying to say. Okay, the bench for Toronto for it, Toronto hasn't per se played big minutes. Okay. That's that's what I was trying to say. Right. Thank you, sir. We're we, we going to find out. Uh, Mo Cheese, what's up, man? What's happening, man? What's going on? So the Bucks and the Pistons. Um, I was not aware that Blake was not going to go for game one. And yeah. uh, they get blown out the building. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to rethink that this is probably going to be a sweep. <laughs> I had I had the Bucks in five. Okay. I, I, I gave the Pistons a game. But uh, if I, I, I feel like I called a sweep, I, I didn't see nothing on the Pistons that had me think they was going. I think you game. did. I think you did yeah. call a sweep. Yeah, I, I gave the Pistons a game. But if you're going to tell me that 
Blake's status is uncertain again, yeah. then I, I I don't know. I don't know if I could trust I the Pistons to get a game. I don't trust the Pistons for nothing. And, and yeah, and, and yeah. the way the Greek freak and, man, I, I don't know, man. They, 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 they much, got no smoke for them. I, I can't put much stock and I can't put much stock into this game. I mean, to the series mm-hmm. for the Bucks because I don't. If you're telling me your best player, is the Blake Pistons Griffin, are undermanned. Yeah, yeah, they're undermanned. Your best player is Blake Griffin. Come on. Yeah, and 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 your second best player is getting tossed out the game. Yeah. over some stupid stuff. Miss me. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Me. Like yeah, y'all can miss me. Yeah, man. Y'all can miss me. And let's be clear. And I, I forgot to mention this in the Toronto conversation. Mm-hmm. Orlando got a game when, and we talked about it in the IG Live, yep. in my opinion. Right. The Toronto Raptors should have been sweeping the Magic. <sighs> yeah, I mean. And here we are. Sure, sure. I mean, and and And, and, again, and be clear, I did pick Toronto to win in five. But yep. for me, this is more like. But you I'm, didn't expect the Magic to win well, game one. I, no, for certain I didn't. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I, for damn sure. Called it like if you don't sweep this team, mm-hmm. I, I can't look at you serious. I can't look at you serious. I can't. If yeah. you are a championship team, mm-hmm. I can't look at you losing a game to to the Magic, and I just can't see it. I, I can't fathom it. I can't get over the fact yeah. that you lost the game in the playoffs to the Magic. Yeah, I mean, your he, best player is Vujicic, whoever. Uh, Vuce, 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 yeah. Augustine having a like, like a out of ghost experience. Like, so <laughs> like, come on. So, correct me if I'm wrong, uh-huh. but I don't think I'm wrong. Augustine is a point guard. Yes, he is. So, who was guarded a lot of times by the other point guard? Uh, for the most part, yeah. In Cal Uh, yes, yeah. And it's not like Augustine is the best player on. The magic. So All it's I'm not saying like, is Augustine was out outplayed Kyle Lowry on both sides of the court. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I no question about I it. I can't man. believe that. I can't believe the Raptors are a championship team under these pre, on, under these premises. And 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 James would have said it best. And I was talking about this on the IG live video you and I did on Saturday. Coaching matters. And I and I and I've said to you about the magic that Steve Clifford is one of the best. Um, coaches in the NBA in terms of X's and O's game planning. I mean, we were comparing um, we were comparing the Hawks team that took the big three Celtics to mm-hmm. seven games about ten years ago, and that Mike Woodson was sort of doing the same kind of things with that team. Yeah. On top of the fact that they were more athletic than sure. the Celtics, but you know, Steve Clifford has done some good things with this group of players. Um, Lucevic was an all-star. Um, and I mean, anything else, I'm sure you look at the rest of the roster and you say, Terrence Ross, really? Augustine, really? Aaron Gordon's okay. Uh, I, I, he might be the second best player on that team. But when you look at the roster, you don't see much. But, uh, um, I, I think Toronto is, is still a championship contending team despite this game one loss. I mean, many of the past NBA final winners have gone through tough series, you know, to mm-hmm. get a championship. Yeah, and if it's and if it's this is their road to getting it done, then well, if they so get it done, it. then I'll eat crow. But I, I don't think I'm wrong in this. And again, mm-hmm. I have the Raptors winning right this series. Right, they're not going to the playoffs. I mean, to the championship. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, James Woodard says, facts trade. Clifford is a bad boy with the clipboard. So let's get out to the West. Um, we could talk about last night's game. We could talk about the Clippers and the Warriors and how I woke up this morning and found uh, out that they blew a 31-point lead to the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah, man. And we, <laughs> and we were adamant, man. We were adamant. And this was a sweep. <laughs> yeah, we were adamant. And DeMarcus Cousins is out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that, that quad injury. Yeah. Um, non-contact. And I'm telling you what, I'm glad he only played. They only signed him for 5.1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's that's looking good right for, now. For the for the Warriors' sake, yeah. you're happy on that front. Yeah. For DeMarcus Cousins, you kind of feel for him because last offseason, that was supposed to be his payday. Yeah. And the Achilles hurt him. He came back. He got $5 million. Now he's hurt again. And he's probably going to have to take another $5 million elsewhere now. Mm-hmm. And then he's got to prove again that he could stay healthy. So... I, I hope this is not a bad sign of things to come. Yeah. You know, yeah. with big men and leg injuries and foot injuries, you just never know with these things. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to Boogie, man. Uh, you know, get well soon. Yeah, for front. certain. Um, but let's get to the smoke. Um, Kevin Durant only shot eight times in game two. Got ejected. Uh, that was game one he got ejected. Game one he got, he got ejected. ejected. Okay. Him and uh, Patrick Beverly Beverly. got ejected. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Steph Curry... Sort of had this off shooting night last night. How how much would you attribute that that him only taking eight shots? How much would you attribute that to the uh, to the Warriors packing it in early, thinking they had this game in the bag? Um, it's possible. You know, because they, they, you know, you know, it's possible. You know, they took a, and I don't know. Again, <laughs> I, I didn't see the game last night either. Yeah, I didn't see the game to really know at what point when they were up by thirty, how many shots he yeah. took. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that. That's what I'm saying. So I'm wondering how much of that was, um, you know, them packing it in, thinking they this was another one of those games, like sp- specifically about two or three years ago mm-hmm. when they'd be up and Bams would not play the fourth quarter. Yeah, like I wonder how close. Was it to be in that situation, um, and then they kind of packing it, packing it up because they knew they had to win. And then next thing you know, <laughs> oh, oh, <uh-oh. laughs> yeah, oh, oh, we about to blow this thing. Right. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's very possible, man. I mean, when, but when you combine eight shots from him with sort of like the off night, at least the off night for Steph Curry in this case. Mm-hmm. And then you combine that with Boogie going down and probably psychologically for that team, yeah. knowing he wasn't going to come back. It's possible that all those things attributed to the Clippers' comeback. Now, the Clippers got to get some love here, man. Yeah, 100%. They got to get some love. 100%. Um, I know Lou Williams balled out in this game. Um, Danilo Gallinari um, had a pretty good game as well. Um, Doc Rivers... At halftime, told the guys, look, man, we're going to win this game. I don't know how we're going to do it, but mm-hmm. we just got to go out there and we just got to play. Yeah. So, you know, that's what they did. They, you know, they did what they had to do. Um, got some luck involved in that. And it, it, it worked in their favor. Pulled it out. Yeah, 100%. It, it, it worked in their favor. Now, for the Warriors. I hope they await. <laughs> yeah. You 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 got to be awake for this one. Yeah, man. I'll be awake. You got to be awake. And just to go over some numbers here, uh, Lou Williams, thirty six points, eleven assists. Wow, yeah. Um, some yeah, really really good production from him. Um, is he coming off the bench? Yeah. Still, 
He's still coming off the bench. As far as I know. Okay. Okay. Um, just want to, you know, pull up some other numbers here if this thing will, you know, respond to me quickly. But, you know, like I said, oh, um, Gallinari, 24 points, 6 assists, 4 rebounds. I mean, you got production from um, this dude, Montrez Harrell. Um, yeah, he's, he's been pretty yeah. consistent with them. Yeah. Uh, 25 points off the bench. Uh, good to go along with 10 rebounds and 2 assists. So, yeah, I mean, you, you were getting production from the bench and, you know, from your starters and... Um, that was a gutsy win for them. One hundred percent gutsy, gutsy. I'm, I'm more inclined to think they could get one more in this series if they're going home. Mm-hmm. I'm inclined to think that, man. It's Doc Rivers. It's Doc Rivers. It's Doc Rivers, and anything's possible, man. There ain't no slouch. For, for, That's for, a certain. For certain. There ain't no slouch. Um, getting to the other uh, West matchup, the Spurs and the Nuggets. Um, we were. At a homie's house, yeah. watching the ending of this game, mm-hmm. and I tell you, man, this probably had to be the more frustrating basketball game for the Nuggets. Yeah. I mean, to be down five points, six points for almost like a half, mm-hmm. like you, like they felt like the game was in reach, but it seemed like every time they got closer, two points, one point, yeah. then. You got what's his name, Derek White dunking on niggas, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying. You got Patty Mills knocking down knocking shots, in, yeah. You know, extending the lead. I mean, and even DeRozan, man. Um, I'll give him yep. credit for the couple of plays he definitely uh, <laughs> yeah. stepped in, and, and, yeah. and you know, what I'm saying because you know how I feel about Demar DeRozan. Yeah, but uh, but he definitely took some took some moments, had some moments. Yeah, and what what it boiled down to is. One, Jamal Murray taking that terrible ass three point air ball. Yeah. And I think he took another shot closer to the end that was terrible. Yeah. And two, it really looks like the Nuggets were nervous. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah, it did. It looked it, like they were it nervous. Really, it, really, it looked like yeah. they didn't they were all in awe of where they were in this playoff situation. Um I would expect a better bounce back game. Game yeah. two. Yeah, game two's tonight. Yeah, I yeah. would expect a better game tonight. Um And Jokic had a triple double, but But it was like the most meaningless it was it was such a meaningless triple double. Yeah. I mean I mean but I, I don't know. Because he looks so you know it's funny because uh-huh. you know, we was having this conversation, um and people has brought people have brought it up in the chat room in, pr- in prior episodes, mm-hmm. um, saying that Jokic was soft, and I was like, "Like, how, why y'all saying that?" And right. I looked at this game, man, and he 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 got a little soft. He got a little soft. He's still a good player. Could it be nerves? I don't know what it is, but he definitely he definitely looks soft. He definitely looks soft. Caller, what up? What's going on, folks? Ain't hey, nothing. What's happening, ABM, bro? ABM, what's popping, man? Man, y'all talking basketball right up my alley, man. Yes, sir. I'll give you an update. Toronto, Toronto, Orlando, Toronto 29, Orlando 18. Right. Mm-hmm. Just what I expected. Actually, Terrence Ross just dunked, so 29-20. But uh, Toronto came out specifically Kawhi right away, and he got going. Kyle Lowry hit a three. Mm-hmm. But I actually think Orlando, if they stay close, they may walk them down in the fourth quarter because you know when it gets close, Toronto can feel the pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That I mean, you're right about that. Um, to me, though, ABM, I kind of see this game similar to Net Sixers from last night, where they're going to keep it close. The magic that is, they'll keep it close. 
They'll come out in the second half, and I think Toronto at some point in the second half is going to blitz them, and and it's it's going to be no looking back. Yeah, that's usually how hey, the teams are. About, yeah, definitely when the home team has lost the first one. Hey, you guys talking about Denver and San Antonio? Yeah. Now this is my thought on Denver. All year they played great, gave Golden State a good battle to the end for the number one seed. Mm-hmm. But who do they go to when they really need a bucket or a transcendent type game where they need a guy to put them on their back? Who do they go to? Yeah. The Joker is a great player, great facilitator. Yep. Had a triple-double, but that triple-double was 10 points. Yeah. Yeah, 10 points, that's 14 rebounds. my concern with Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, 14 rebounds, 14 assists. Yeah, it was very meaningless. In I'm the game. With you. I, I agree with you 100%. And I took the Spurs in six, and the reason I did, if you look at game one, mm-hmm. neither DeRozan or Lamar, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge had a great game. They just had a mediocre game for them, yeah. and the Spurs still won. So that can't bode well for Denver. I think they'll win game two, but uh, it scares me as far as them you know, winning the series. That's why I went with the Spurs. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't disagree. I went with the Nuggets, though. I still went with the Nuggets. I think I just – um, the Spurs just don't have that that same. I, I know we should probably stop thinking about the the Tim Duncan days, and the, they just don't have the same, the same like the same bounce, aura, the same bounce. Yeah, aura. Okay, aura is a better word. They right. don't have the same bounce to me, um, or aura to me. Um, and 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 I just don't believe in Demar Derozan. I think he's a good player. Um, you called him a bum. On yeah, Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I did. I called him a bum consistently on Saturday. Um, <laughs> that man was like, "Nah, I'm gonna walk the ball down the court. I'm a facility. He had he I'm had a few moments. Let, let, yep. Let's not let's not pretend like he took over a yep. game. Yep. He had a few moments, and I give him credit for doing that. Yep. But I, I just don't believe the dude, man. I, I don't believe him, and, and a lot of it had to do with Toronto, and this is a new team with a better coach. Um, but I, I don't know that he. I don't know that he's going to be willing to take over a game, uh, have Denver decide to work out these nerves. I think they haven't. Right. Yeah, I think uh, Jamal Murray is the key for Denver. I think they got a bunch of guys that can get hot, Will Barton. But I think uh, Murray, like you talked about that shot he took, he has to be – he has to play better. He had like a, a mini Kyle Lowry moment in game one, his first playoff game, understandable. Mm-hmm. But he's the guy that has been kind of that second player with the Joker doing it big for him all season. A lot of people would think Paul Millsap because of the contract, where it's really been Jamal Murray's been that second player for them all season. Right, yeah. And I think if you're Jamal Murray, you just can't come out of the game with no assist. If you're a guy that gets to the basket, penetrates, draws attention – you you can't be a guy that doesn't, you know, get the rock to your guys, you know what I'm saying? And right. and then I think we did we forgot to mention this maestro. The last play of the game where he's going down the court and he gets the ball stripped yeah. at midcourt and yeah. it's game over right that's there. That's crazy. You can't have that. That's crazy. You can't have yeah, that. That's crazy. <laughs> you know. That that was crazy. I did forget about that. That's crazy that you, that happened. Yeah. Yeah, did. but like I said, I think that's nerves, man. I, I really do. I think that's nerves. I think this will be a different game tonight, um, and, and they're definitely going to win, in my opinion. Uh, I I just don't see I don't see the same thing in San Antonio that I saw, and I see a hungry Denver team. Right. 
Let me yeah. ask you this, and I'm going to get out of here. Okay. I'm, a, I'm an OKC fan because I'm a big – Russ Westbrook's my favorite player still playing. Dwayne Wade is now retired, so mm-hmm. now it is officially Russell Westbrook by, by how hard he plays. But my, my thought on that series is both teams haven't made it out the first round in the last two years. Yep. And I think Paul George, uh, he had 26, but he shot 8 of 24. So my thinking is C.J. Dane, we know we'll get from them. We know what we'll probably get from Russ and – and PG-13, mm-hmm. but it's good. the key is the third player being consistent. Steven Adams had a good game, but Enos Kanter had a, a monster game. I think that series comes down to which team can consistently get that third guy to play well. What do you guys think? I agree, and I'll be honest with you, I agree, but I also think that um, I think that the Thunder is a longer team. I think I think people like Jerry and Grant, is not getting enough love in this series, and I, I I don't think I don't think this I think I think I picked this in five OKC. I yeah, I took OKC in six. I love Daniel just Lillard. because they were four and zero during the season. So I thought the Thunder. I thought a Blazers would be ready for him, but I still got OKC winning it. But I agree with you, Jaron Grant. Uh, he he definitely is a key. Him and uh, Ferguson. Ferguson got in foul trouble, didn't play a lot. Yeah. So they played Schroeder a lot more. He's good on offense, but man, he's like a highway to the basket on defense. And then another guy, and, 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 and as I'm, I'm sitting here, it's funny because um, Trey pulled up their roster real quick, and I'm looking at other guys like uh, Nerlens Noel yeah. and Markeith Morris. And, and at, granted, they're not going to be big point guys, but they're going to be big physical dudes. And I don't know who. who I don't know who the Blazers combat that with. I don't. I don't. You know, Harkless, Aminu. I, I get that they're guys. They're just guys. Yeah, <laughs> they're just I'm, guys. Aminu can get some boards um, every every now and then. Um, like we talked about, Enos Cantor having a monster game. Um, offensively, he can he can do that more so than be a factor on the defensive end. Um, but in terms of size, yeah, I mean, clearly the Blazers are the more undersized basketball team i picked the blazers in seven abm um and the reason okay. i picked them because i i just think that last year left a bad taste in their mouth and i and i get it it was another tall you know team with length i i, I get that i i just got something different feeling about this year with the blazers for some reason i i, I mean maestro even asked me you you think damian lill is gonna go off for 44 a game and I kind of feel like if it's got to go that way, then it's got to go that way. <laughs> I, I I got the Blazers in the series. It's going to go seven because I, I got too much respect for the Thunder and, and what they did this year. But I, I just feel like the Blazers, I, I think they got something to prove here. And I'll add one last thing to the conversation before we let you go, man. If the Thunder lose in this series in the first round again after this quote-unquote well, not quote unquote. This bad taste in their mouth from losing to the Utah Jazz last year. Yeah, the Thunder got some explaining to do, and, and some heads got some heads gonna have to roll. Um, I think Billy Donovan. I can say, say preach. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Donovan. All I can say is preach because well, they already extended they they extended Billy Donovan back right. in like December or January, mm-hmm. so um, they can fire him, but they still don't have to pay him. And that's that was my thought when he got extended. I said, hey, wait because. You can make an indictment on Russ. 
You can make it on PG-13 if he flames out like he did mm-hmm. uh, when uh, the boy Utah was punking him, the left-handed guy, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He flamed out, taking 19 threes in game six, lost yep. at Utah. Yep. Because they could have got that series back to seven and one in OKC. So this is a kind of an indictment on both teams. I think Portland is a little bit more undermanned. OKC added Schroeder. They added Nerlens Noel. They added Morris. Yeah. I mean, they got enough pieces to get out the first round. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. I'm a Thunder fan, a Russ fan, but if they don't win this series, hey, man, some heads got to roll and some definite criticism is going to come, yeah, at least on my airways, yeah. for sure. For yeah. certain. Yeah, yeah, for certain. All right, for man. Certain. Great show, man. I'm going to hang up and listen to the rest of it, man. Yeah, that's it. One I appreciate, love. You. appreciate you, man. Uh, posting in the Paint Podcast from him. Uh, make sure y'all check his show out, uh, Spreaker.com. Um, but I mean, make no mistake about it. I've, I've said this about the Thunder all year long is that this roster is better than last year and that they should be able to challenge at best challenge the Warriors for the Western Conference. But they ain't, got, they, they, <laughs> I didn't think this was going to be the matchup in the first round though. I mean, not that it's like an overwhelmingly, you know, an advantage on the in other my side, mind, but in, but in my mind, and because we, we did this last year with the Thunder, in mm-hmm. my mind, if you struggling with the Jazz and the Blazers, how how how? Because the Warriors, the Warriors, yeah. the yeah. Warriors ain't struggling struggling with the Utah Jazz. They've had a minor skirmish with the Blazers because Damian Lillard, yeah, you know the guard play, the, the guard, guard against guard yep. play, yep. Yep. but. Come yeah, on, man. They, they handle the Jazz. They, they. I mean, quite frankly, the Warriors handle any team from two to eight in, yeah. in the Western Conference yeah. for real. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it'd be an embarrassment if this team uh, two years in a row it'd be an embarrassment. Yeah. Well, this. Well, yeah. With all George and it, Russell, yes. With the Thunder, it'd be an embarrassment. Well, as a team. Well, if you're saying with the Thunder, then it'd be three years in a row. That they uh, wouldn't have got out the first round. Yeah, because remember, but I'm but but see, I'm not so much because I don't remember what happened two three years ago. I'm talking about losing to the Jazz, mm-hmm. and if they lose to the Blazers in right. the first round, this this is going to be a problem. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a problem no, I, because I, 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 this I is two years that. in a row where they lost to a quote unquote undermanned team. Even though I felt like the Jazz was just the better team, at least on the floor. Right that um that year, better team Blazers or Jazz. Blazers or Jazz right now? Right. No. Oh. Or I would oh, c- still, compare the Jazz last year I, to this I year's still, the, Blazers. The Jazz are better. Okay. Jazz are better. Jazz got some size to it. Jazz win. are better. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And getting to the Jazz in uh the Rocket series, um, that was another blowout <laughs> yeah. in in game one there. Um I, I still think the Jazz can be competitive. In this series, um, I just think they just need some home cooking. They just, yeah, because they'll, they'll, they'll go to Utah on two. You, you think they'll yeah. drop game two, go yeah. to Utah, get maybe, get those two. and hopefully get one. <sighs> I could I could see them getting game three and four at home. That place is not easy to for any road team. Okay, I, I could I could see them splitting two okay. two back to Houston. Mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see that taking place. Um, anything catch your eye about the series um, in particular? No, no. I mean, because really the Jazz haven't changed dramatically between this year and last year. Nope. The Rockets haven't changed dramatically between this year and last year. Mm-hmm. Um, James Harden is still playing, still James Harden. Um, yeah. 
you know, I, I, I'm in, if there's anything I'm interested in is is how does to make this interesting? Can Donovan Mitchell keep up with James Harden? No, he can't. <laughs> that's that's then it, one. Then let's be clear. I not, think that's that's an easy answer. Then it's not going to be interesting. That's that's. Then that's, it's not going to be interesting. Um, I you don't it's, you don't it's think not going to be interesting. You don't think other parts of the Jazz can whatever scores you got on that overcome? team? Well, not not so much the scoring, and I get you have to score with the with the Rockets. I I, I get that part, but I I just think I mean we talked about size. The Jazz have some size that can you know make a, a slight difference. And kind of turn this series into a longer series. No, I don't think so. So okay, I hear you. I don't think. I don't think. Okay. I don't think that's the issue. The issue is is that they scoring one hundred and twenty points and they only scoring ninety. Yeah, it's not yeah. like the Rockets playing good, like yeah, playing the, amazing defense. That's true. And 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 the Jazz don't. You know, they don't put up one hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty a game. Yeah, like they yeah. got to defend. I mean, that's been there. They're going to have to slow down the offense of the Rockets. And obviously, I'm judging from one game. It don't look like they can do that. Yeah. No, nah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I mean, we. So I, the only way, so the only way <coughs> is that your stars got to step up and be star. The only star they got on their team is Donovan Mitchell. I like Joe Ingles. I really do. Like his game. Gobert has gotten better, but he's not a guy that you're going to go to in crunch time. He's not going to score. He's not going to score. Yeah. This is Donovan Mitchell's opportunity to up his stock as a superstar in this league. He got to play a competitive series against James Harden, and I don't. Think, and if he can't do that, yeah, then Utah doesn't have a chance. You got to match twenty nine, ten, and eight. Really, I mean, that's really what you got to do if you're Donovan Mitchell. Or, or score thirty six. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and you know, hope you other, you know, yeah, hope you get because Joe Ingles didn't have a good game. Let's be clear. Yeah, so nah, if you score in thirty six, and Joe Ingles give you his his normal output, yeah, you know what I'm saying? That we're talking about, yeah, something. three points. Yeah, you can't, Joe Ingles, you you knock down threes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't <laughs> don't come out the game just scoring three points. Yeah, yeah. So I think they're done. If if, if Donovan Mitchell is done, it can't. If Donovan Mitchell can't compete, then they done. Right. Right. Uh, just some comments uh, in the chat before we get done here. Uh, James Woodard says, in order for the Rockets to make the Western Conference Finals, they got to win this series quickly. CP3's injury woes are always a plague in my mind. Uh, also says Mitchell has to box with Harden, no question. Jazz have to punch Harden in the mouth from the outset. And uh, he also references the new rules in terms of the offense. Uh, it's not possible, and he thinks the Jazz are just gonna flame out. Yeah, at some points. So. And I picked. I think I picked the Jazz in two. In two I mean, in six. The Rockets, you mean? I'm, I'm sorry, the Rockets in six because I like the Jazz, but yeah, I picked the Rockets in seven, but I, I did not like what I saw in Game One yeah. from them. Yeah. Um, um last thing before we go, uh-huh. I want to shout out Clarissa Shields um, for banging Christina Hammer the other night. Yeah. Um. Woman boxer who I was introduced to about a year ago, mm-hmm. um, and and when I watched her highlights, I loved her, and she went and handled business last Saturday. She's the undisputed champion, and she's a beast. And I don't know if anybody's going to beat her. Um, right. I hope she's this generation's Chrissy Martin or Layla Ali rather, um, and. Go Carissa Shields. <coughs> yeah, we watched that fight, and um, and let's be clear, Christina Hammer is supposed to be the the two best boxers in women boxing fought the other day. Uh huh. 
And and it wasn't even a, really a competition. It wasn't, yeah. After the first round, it pretty much was all shields from that point on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, good, you know, good solid fight, but, I mean, the no, edge. I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't call that a solid fight. Good dominating fight solid. on the hands of Carissa Shields. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 you I mean entertaining. Just, just, yeah, just okay. for entertainment value, it, it was solid, but, I mean, by the time it got to seven, eight rounds, Hammer just didn't want no smoke anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could clearly see it in her body language, her face, I mean, everything. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so shout out to Shields, you know, for, um, you know, for getting that victory. 100%. Um, I, I, I got one more thing here um, that I, I, I just want to put out there. And, and, and shout out to Alex Ovechkin for, oh, knocking, out, yes. for knocking out that yes, 19-year-old from the Carolina Hurricanes. You little young motherfucker. You ever test the legend. Man. That, <laughs> you ever test the man. legend. Man. I was like, have I? It, it it made me think in my head, like I don't think I've ever seen Ovechkin get into a you know get into a fist fight when when he's playing. I, I have, I have, yeah. I have. But it's but I mean for the most part, it's really seldom that you see yeah, yeah, him yeah. get into yeah, yeah. it with mm-hmm. anybody. So it just no young whippersnapper. He was like, yo, you want to go? Like, and he kept poking him. He kept like like yo, let's go. And mm. that dude, you see the way that dude fell. Yo, the dude he fell flat on his it's back. It's on IG. I put it on IG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, my man fell flat on his back. Dude was unconscious. I'm like, yo, like. Ovechkin. Do we know the name of that guy? Um, nah, no. I, right. I forgot his well, name. Well, to your 19 year old ass. Man, sit your ass down. I, I, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot the dude's name, but mm. I, I, I thought Alex Ovechkin committed homicide mm. at that point. It was like, and and he just rolled over back to the bench. Casual, yeah. nothing yeah. new. Every all the players on the side knocking their sticks against the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah. good fight, good fight. Yeah, <laughs> true. Me, we the champs. And look, yeah. and I ain't mad at the nineteen year old for trying him. Uh, yeah, I, nah, I'm I not mad, mad at, at that. Him you, you, you know, because if he would have knocked the vegetable on his ass, we, you know, he'd be a young legend right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no but, question, no question. You yeah. know what that tells me though? Ovechkin, mm-hmm. he like yo, I want a second cup right now, and. I'm, I'm going to show you it's how kinda, bad I want this It's kind of like when Tom Wilson had that fight in last year in the... Uh, With uh, the Penguins, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, then when he laid somebody... It laid was like, somebody oh, out. He oh, got I a suspension like, for yeah, that, I think. Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, Meshkin mm-hmm. showing him how bad he went that cup by knocking his ass out. He knocked that nigga out. Yeah, for real. For shout real. out to him. But yeah, yeah, shout out to him. But just one thing before we get off the oh, air. Oh, that wasn't yeah. your one thing. Huh? That wasn't your one thing. Um, well, no, it, it wasn't, but it, it's, 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 it's hockey related okay. and I, and, and, it, and it has to do with some good news for the Washington Capitals in their quest for the second cup. Um, this series that's going on right now, you got Tampa Bay and Columbus and Tampa Bay who had the best record in the NHL this year, 62 wins, 120 something points, which I think is like a record. Um, in the books, whatever. Mm. Number one seed in the East, and these dudes are about to get swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Mm. It's a team that's been around for 19 years. They've never, never won a playoff series. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep that in mind. So you you got three significant things going on right here. You got a team that was historically good, number one seed, about to go down in the first round, get swept. 
Number two, you got this franchise that's about to win their first playoff series over this juggernaut mm-hmm. in the Lightning. And number three, this sets up so well for the Capitals because now they don't have to go through the best team in the East. Mm-hmm. You get that team knocked out of the, the way. The Penguins didn't make the playoffs? Huh? Penguins? Um, Penguins didn't make the playoffs. Okay. And I have to tell you, too, the Penguins are about to get their ass swept, too, mm-hmm. by the Islanders. Mm-hmm. So... You got two And teams. the Islanders is a team where uh, Trots went. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that could be your second round matchup, mm-hmm. Capitals and Islanders. Mm-hmm. That'll be it. That'll be interesting if you're a hockey mm-hmm. fan. But um, but yeah, two powerhouses, get them knocked out, clears the path for the Capitals. So uh, you got to feel good Unless about that. Unless we got a new powerhouse. Uh, oh, and uh, the Islanders? Yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see. They had the coaching. Let's be clear. Chats has been nice. Yeah, yeah. And and the players. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. They got some players that have been there, done that. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, we'll see. We'll see about it. Uh, just want to send a shout-out to everybody that's uh, that's here in the chat room. Um, we appreciate you. We appreciate, actually, the new people um, that came in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny and James Woodard. Yes, sir. Um, they, they actually have podcasts of their own. Um, they developed the GroupMe app. and uh, Not the app, but the group. And uh, there's a bunch of people with some podcasts of their own. Okay. And so... Um, I was able to, uh, you know, get some people invited and, you know, share the experience with them. And so, we, you know, I appreciate you um, with the support. Um, Next Squad, appreciate your support as yes, well. Sir. Um, everybody that's out there that's not listening in the chat, um, that we appreciate you as well. Um, just a few things before we get up on out of here. Um, check out the website, barbershopsportstalkpodcast.com. Uh, make sure if you missed an episode, make sure y'all check our episodes out there. Also, we got the blog page, um, which I'm due for a blog, and I'm sure you are as well. Um, so we got a bunch of blog. Um, we got a bunch of blogs. Content on there. coming. Yep, yep. Um, some good content. Make sure y'all check that out. Also, uh, if you want to check out our videos, we do videos of this podcast every week. Uh, we upload it to the website and we upload it to our YouTube page. And if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel as well. And also, don't forget, we got social media platforms. We're on IG at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. And we also got the Facebook page popping as well. And if you want to email us anything, if you've got any drops, any questions, um, something you want to promote, uh, you can email us at barbershopsportstalk1 at gmail.com. So that's it for the show. It's your boy Trey Frazier. It's your boy Maestro Styles signing off. Um, y'all have a good week. We're going to be back. We're going to discuss more playoffs, hopefully into the second round. Peace. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. Maestro Styles. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Yes, Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night. 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's Breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. 
The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal.